Hello and welcome to Podcast Invasion F Twit 150. Hey, I'm your regular host Gordon and with me today are Andrew Hello. and Stephen. Hello. And later on we're going to be talking about, uh, well, we've compiled a list of our 10 favourite kind of TV themes openings and we're just going to talk about them for however long it takes. And, we how, might... and, how, and how it's a dying art. And uh, if it goes too long we might split it up. A little into two parts, but we'll see how it goes. So, uh, I think we'll decide that uh, the thing we're going to talk about in this section this week was uh, the sad death earlier this week of Vic Mail. Vic Mail died suddenly on Monday, and uh, just an all round bit of a shock, really. Uh, complete and utter shock. Um, I mean, he's not been a hundred percent since the quad bike accident, but. He's one of these people that never really showed it because yeah. he was kind of so full of life anyway. You kind of it's just weird, and it's it's someone that kind of you grew up with. Yeah. So it's like it's almost like a mate died. Strangely mm. enough, and I, 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 I don't mean that as a colloquialism. It literally does feel like someone that you know has died. It's very odd. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, weird. So, um, um, what was what would be the first thing everyone saw Vic Mail in? Uh, for me, probably a kick up the eighties, as King Teddy. Yeah. Um, primarily, uh, although he didn't really register at that point, but that's the first thing I remember him from. Yeah. First thing that he registered in, obviously, is the young ones. Yeah. Has to be. But the younger. That's the same. Yeah, the yeah. young ones first of all, first uh, thing I watched. I think watched. young young ones for me as well. Even though I didn't see it on first transmission, it mm. wasn't until repeats, and I think I might have seen Vic in one or two other little bits and pieces, but yeah, definitely the young ones are. Yeah. And, from. Um, and obviously, Five Go Mad and Dorset and most of the comic strip stuff. Yeah. There is so much. Yeah. This kind of this was the dollars. Festival of Travellers checks. That was brilliant. That was a good one. Mr. Jolly lives next door. There's some classic. Yeah, Mr. Jolly lives next door. So much classic stuff that Rick has been involved with, and not just sort of comedy. I mean, he's been in two Jonathan Creeks. He did uh, uh, two series of like straight dramas, Rick Mill presents, all of which are brilliant. Um, One of which is most famous for Helena Bonham Carter getting a kit off. Yeah, well, where, where, Hold, That's Dancing Queen. Yeah. Uh, episode three of the first series. I do have it on disc in it. Uh, yes, there's and the, well, the one that I remember most is there's a two-hander between him and Amanda Donahue on a date, and it's the first ep- I think it's the first episode of the second series, and it is just brilliant. It's just a two-hander with them in the flat. And it's just basically a, a, a comedy of errors and mishaps, and yeah. it's just brilliant. But bottom without the rudeness. Uh, oh no, there's plenty of rudeness. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's just yeah, and yet you can kind of see all the jokes coming, but because of how it's been formatted and all that, you just don't mind. You yeah. kind of, it's just uh, it's just fifty minutes of just wonder, and, and Rick just plays it so well. And then there's Mickey Love as well, which is him as a TV host as a, a a dwindling TV host, which has been done so many times, but yeah. because it's Rick, it's kind of all just blown out. Of it's just, oh, just yeah. And I, a, I will also remember him in the Adrian on Saturday Night Live as the Dangerous Brothers. Mm, yes. oh, yeah. It was just kind of Chamfo's idea to do Saturday Live, yeah, mm-hmm. which 
like two years of Saturday and then one year was Friday, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And the, my favourite bits were always the Dangerous Brothers sketches, <laughs> just because they were so... They were just Looney Tunes, cartoons in human form, really. It was, um, I, th- I, th- I, can't, I, th- I think Rick said that the, the, one of the major influences for the Dangerous Brothers was Spy vs. Spy, actually, from reading the old... Oh, ma- no, from that re- makes... From yeah. reading, the ma- from reading ma- magazine, sense. he said that that was one of the major influences was Spy vs. Spy. And uh, with an element of wacky bases. Yeah. You can kind of see that. You yeah. can kind of see that. Oh, God, I'm just imagining driving a car now. <laughs> <laughs> you see it now. Yes. You can kind of see where the yeah. element comes from. Yeah. Spy versus spy. You think, ah, oh, right, okay, right. Yeah, okay. Tom and Jerry spy, but yeah, okay. So, um, but yeah. The thing, I, I still think that the his him at his height and him doing what's... He says he pretty liked doing the most. I think was New Statesman. Yeah, it's him doing. Time, char- it's him doing characters. Watched stuff. at the time. I haven't seen since it originally aired, but I do. It was Sunday nights ITV, wasn't it? Sunday nights. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was about the spitting image. It was. It was kind of on between seasons of spitting image. Yeah. Um, just great stuff. And I've I've been watching the odd episode over the past week, and it is still to this day. It is still big up. I think mainly because we've got a Tory government back in power yeah it is so still relevant and all the messages that were there in the 80s are still there now and you're just thinking shit nobody's learnt (laughs) (laughs) absolutely nobody's learnt their lesson at all um it's just it's crazy that's just Uh, brilliant another thing i was watching a little bit of uh because i found it on youtube was his jack and ori oh grim tales grim's grim's marvelous medicine oh right he did he did grim tales as well uh and um, George's Marvelous Medicine. George's Marvelous, yes. Well, what well, well, doll. Yeah. Yes. And a, a minute of him and Andy Crane in the room covered that got them into trouble because <laughs> Rick Mills saying something about uh, don't throw your granny or hit your granny or something, save it for your teacher. Oh, <laughs> n- n- <laughs> <laughs> next time you're on YouTube, um, look up um, it's Adrian and Rick. And they're on Saturday Superstore, and they're publicising Bottom. <laughs> a show that you just kind of realise should never be publicised on a children's yeah, programme. And Saturday Superstore with Mike Reed, the man who refused to play Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood on the radio. It may be going live on Saturday Superstore, but you're just yeah. thinking, these guys are suppressing themselves so, so very much. It is awkward. And they succeed. Yeah. That's the weird thing. And and the phone calls that come in, you're just, you're just thinking, this could go one way or the yeah. other. Oh dear. And it's and it's Sadly, just, super it's, still phone is not being the safest thing. <laughs> this is in the world anyway. Yeah. Why are you Ma- so Ma- shy? Bianco. Why are you yeah. Yeah. Ma- Ma- Why are you so yeah. shy? Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? Um, I believe a bunch oh, of and five, five stars. stars well. you, you're a bunch of, bunch of wankers. Was it wankers? I think, I think, yeah. it, was wankers. I think it was wankers. Yes. Oh dear. Oh. Um, just seeing the faces of the presenters fall. <laughs> 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 going on. Um, yes, Saturday Superstore. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yes. God and the Gopher getting shagged by some some papillon. <laughs> and Sarah Green just losing and going. Are we, are we still on here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, but yeah, no, but um, yeah, just so much stuff that he'd done, and it's kind of, he's kind of followed you through the years, yeah, and kind of not 
done so much in recent years, as I say, you know, not been 100% after the quad bike. I never, in my opinion, and from having spoken to him, never really got his full potential. Yeah. But, you know, which is a bit of a shame, but I think what he did do is just perfection. Yeah. I mean, just choosing what to rewatch has been, like, just, like, wonderful, the best school bus pick and mix ever. <laughs> it's been like, oh, well, watch some young ones, some bottom, uh, the Blackadder episodes. Flash by name! Flash by nature! Wolf! Uh, <laughs> wolf! So we, la- last night was just uh, re-watching Nasty of the Young Ones and uh, Gas from Bottom. Mm. And having, having to put the headphones on and try not to laugh too loud and wake the neighbours at two in the morning. <laughs> I, I, and I love that the campaigning to try and get Living Doll to number one is a little tricky oh. as well. <laughs> and um, I did love the, the sign someone put up the fake blue plaque. Yes. Oh, Rick Mayo punches me friend in the balls in a bench near this <coughs> location. Brilliant. I like that, that somebody else has put a meme up in it and it's just Adrian on the empty bench. Yeah. And you're just thinking, oh, that's just, it's it's kind of sweet and poignant and you're just thinking, damn. And I did love Adrian Edmondson's uh, statement about, uh, uh, and, now <laughs> and now he's died without me. me, the selfish bastard. bastard. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. I like I liked um is it uh, Greg um Davis yeah yes uh put up uh, put a sort of little tribute as well that uh, my dad's died and you're just like oh god um but yeah irreplaceable absolutely yeah. irreplaceable just one one in a million and just one of a kind just um, go watch some find some of the stuff whether it be on YouTube even Top or, Dead Fred yeah. it's not this best I want to listen but, to see it. And okay. that, so did at least two people at uh, Doc's <laughs> family work it. Which is what we were talking about the other day. And yeah, we'll, we'll it's not as fine as one, but it yeah. is still. Uh, we figured it's... out three of us had actually gone to see Drop Dead Fred in the yeah. cinema. Uh, but it's it's still it's still it's still great. But you're just I, I just always wonder about where he gets his head slammed in the refrigerator. <laughs> but yeah, oh dear. Anyway, yeah. God bless you, Rick. Yeah. So we'll take Give him hell. Beer. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the sadly almost lost art of the opening theme tune and or title sequence. The series cell. We control the vertical, we control the horizontal. Damn, I've got to change my list again. Thank (laughs) you, Gordon! Damn it. It's just as well they didn't do with the Twilight Zone into it. Oh, for crying out loud! Jeez. The place are flat. <laughs> the people are a bunch of vampires. <laughs> They've taken the right turn at Albuquerque and arrived oh. in a place where cats and dogs are living together. A place we call the Twilight Zone. Cats and dogs <laughs> living <laughs> together. Oh, dear. The person who does uh, Rick Mayo's headstone, is he going to uh, have to fight with his the temptation to put a P in the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right, has anyone measured my stiffy? <laughs> All right. And with that, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> And uh, this episode 
going to talk about an art form that sadly has really died out a lot the last eight years or so. Mm. In, the, in the last decade, at least, it's... Yeah, not, not uh, only in television, but also films as well. Yeah. A lot of films, you don't even have title sequences at all. It's the, the sadly dying art of the, the opening title theme or title sequence. Oh, oh, the, the CV cell, as yes. the executives <laughs> in, in America call it. The CV cell, where they kind of try and either get you to stay tuned or try and nail down what this entire series is about in a nutshell in about 30 seconds flat. Yes. So that you know what's going to a minute. So you know what the hell is yeah. going on. Otherwise known, as, like. otherwise known as the bit I normally fast forward through. <laughs> because I've heard it before. <laughs> you fellas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you that's killed it. It's me. It's me. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's... So you're it. saying you don't narrate along with the narrator? It's, it's some, some of the, I've watched Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, you like, suck! You've just like, prompted another one I left Star, on my... I've watched Star Trek Enterprise and... Uh, Mm. The way the way I watch it, it's, you can. There's a, a little marker at the end of the title sequence. So yeah. Oh yes. Start, the title sequence starts. You just go to the end. Yeah. Beyond, there you go in the episode. Yeah, you do. You, I think in the NCIS DVDs have that as mm. well. So in other words, your list is very short. <laughs> my list is based on my list is put before most of this before sort of videos and DVDs. Mm. So that's yeah. probably why. Yeah. So that's when why it was, when, it wasn't when, I, yeah. when I had to listen to. I mean, yeah. out of all mine, there's only there's only one that's later than the eighties. Mm. Um, I've got a couple that's uh, well, maybe one that's later than the nineties. I think I've got a couple that's nineties. Out of all them, only a couple aren't kind mm. of sci-fi fantasy. So I don't know, maybe you, just sci-fi you fantasy be titles. About one of my choices, <laughs> I, I can tell you. So who wants to go first for their first? Okay, alphabetical order, shall we go? I was like, okay, that's me then. (laughs) (laughs) Always was at school, (laughs) Andrew (laughs) Brown, it makes no difference. The man is brown. Well, I've got mine ordered from best to worst. That is weird. That is weird. (laughs) Our initials are all kind of around about the same place. Because you're AB, you're GD, I'm SP. Well, that is odd. So, yeah, yeah, we're stuck either way. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. Right, my number 10 then is going to be... Actually, I've only got one. Number one is number one, and the rest is kind of just any order. But I'm going to go for number 10. I'm going to go EastEnders. Because it's one about Coronation Street and Brookside and all that. Okay, Coronation Street I find a bit harsh, but EastEnders, it's just a, it's just a good tune and it's so inoffensive. Uh, sure, it's, 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 it's got the drums. It's got the drums, which are great yeah. cliffhangers. No, it's just the, yeah, it's just the piano tunes. It's just so <laughs> inoffensive that you can just sit and listen to it. And it's, it's obviously the EastEnders item. You recognise ah, it straight away. Which version of EastEnders? Oh, I don't know. I stopped watching it years been, ago. There's been at least three yeah. or four different versions of the EastEnders yeah. theme. Not the one I taught the pots with the needed Dobson doing lyrics. Anyone can fall in love. No. Just yes. the same tune. Yeah, you proved that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that was true. I'm sorry. Oh, dear. Wait a minute. Wait, are you slugging off by me there, my oh, uh, dirty den? <laughs> That's I don't want to slag off Vine, mate. He did a cover version of one of the best closing themes to anything ever. 
And Which might be on your list, so no spoilers. <laughs> oh, well, it won't be because it was the closing title. Oh, it wasn't well, the okay, opening theme. <laughs> de, 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 which I have the 12 inch single of. Still. No, I watched EastEnders when I first started so for, for years and years. And yeah, because the, the, the first theme for EastEnders was kind of, um, it's kind of on a piano, it's kind of like yeah. a pub sort of thing. Yeah. And then they changed it um, to, it's almost Calypso. It's very, it's a, the, the second version is very Weirdly enough, if, if you've seen, uh, you'll all be familiar with Fish Called Wanda, I presume. Yeah, okay. it's been a while, but okay. Yeah. Well, the music at the end of Fish Called Wanda, which is sort of <laughs> of them going and flying off yeah. to Mexico, is almost a carbon copy of the EastEnders okay. theme. Um, it's weird. I had an argument about this with somebody years ago uh, of our acquaintance. Yeah. He said it's nothing like Fish Called Wanda. <laughs> it's nothing like Fish Called Wanda. And I played one after, and he went, "Shit, you're right. It's exactly the same." And I went, "Yeah, I know." John Dupree should be should yeah. be suing um, Simon May, but yeah. So there's, yeah. there's been there's been quite a few. But the, yeah, th- I mean, thinking about so I always remember Coronation Street mainly because I always remember the cat falling asleep yes. on top of the roof, yeah. and that's mostly all I remember Coronation Street yeah. for the past twenty Bro- years. Brookside, it was just kind of closing in on the on, the, on, on the sign, wasn't it for Brookside? If I remember, like, it's yeah. pictures of the house. Oh yeah, it was a bit it's Brookside, the one that sounded like Jean Michel Jarre. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's pictures of the houses, and then it closes in on on the little yeah. sign Brookside close. Yeah, so I always find Brookside. I always find Coronation Street too harsh. Just the, the, yeah. the, the the brass, the brass is so much good. Bit piercing on the ears. I find it's yeah. it's very of its time. Unfortunately, yeah. it hasn't changed over the yeah. years. It's yeah. still exactly the same. Which in some cases is a good thing. Some. Yeah, I th- I, but the thing is, I. When I was watching EastEnders, which I haven't for almost about two years now, I used to watch it religiously. The thing I liked about EastEnders was that it was kind of up-to-date and coming. Mm. The thing with Coronation Street is it still feels as if it's some sort of time bomb <laughs> from the 1950s. It just takes you out of it. It is sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that's probably why it appeals to a certain yeah. viewer in that it's kind of... You don't have to think too much. You don't have to worry about the real world. This is the world... That I had when I was a kid yeah, and yeah, that sort yeah. of thing, um, but that's fine. That's yeah. probably why it appeals to that group, that yeah. demographic. Yeah. So, uh, my number ten probably should have been higher, but it was. I had my top nine, and I thought, oh, I've got to think of another one. And I thought of something, and then I suddenly went, oh, damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, you know so uh, <laughs> the season one and two, Blake seven. Ah, music. I mean, the the music remained mostly the same through the four years, but the, the <laughs> well, apart from the closing version and season. Two. Oh dear, yes. But uh, Ronnie Hayes and his orchestra does <laughs> like seven. But uh, it's and it's one of these title sequences. No, seriously, that is what it sounds like. It's Ronnie Hazelhurst having time off from doing his blankety blanks and every second counts doing the Blake Seven theme. And it sounds so so cheesy, really does. It's oh, it's my it's the one aspect of season four that I yes. still just cannot get over. It's oh, dear. But no, uh, yeah, the season one and two titles, the originals with this basically start with the face of Blake and they based, yeah they basically set up the premise for the show 
fit it down well yeah. in the and just a wonderful theme from Dudley Simpson as well. I mean, you've got you've got like the Space Dome City, so okay, you're in the future. Space domes. Faceless guard, obviously. Yeah, space, evil. Faceless guard, security camera. Yeah. Vodge Bla- Blake's face, like on a wanted poster, but eliminate. And you're like, right, okay, they're a bunch of fascists or something. Yeah. Something's up. It's just cool. And I mean, it's mostly, well, I mean, it's a combination of photographs and stuff, but it's all really hand animated mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And even now, still looks. It's got a stylistic look to it that means it doesn't. It look fit in, it doesn't now. date. It doesn't date. Yeah. It still fits. Whereas well, the, the series four titles with the model shots and stuff has dated. That's series three. Series, series four is the, the the sort of the planet. The no, that the is planet. the one. I've oh, been, that's the one you mean. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, series three is kind of the pursuit ships and yeah. stuff, which it works, but it's, it's alright, but it's, it's not as good. Yeah, but obviously they didn't have a Blake, so there wasn't much yeah. point having Blake in the titles, I guess. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it, it maybe should have been a few places higher, but it was one I kind of forgot about until I'd already compiled the rest of the lists. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. And oh. DVDs, were, DVDs were strange as well, because you had that little te- 10 second, but they did the new Blake 7 that I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did that. It's like, it looked fantastic, and then you mentioned the normal Blake 7, you're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Oh, I thought they'd updated it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then, then, of course, there's when you get to the season four and you've got, oh, yeah, great. It's the old Blake 7 logo in the menus and then it goes into the outro episode itself and you're thinking, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's the thing. The Blake 7 sort of flash is iconic because yeah. it's like a variation on the Federation symbol. You're just thinking, and, you, and then they go and change it into the Starburst logo and you're just thinking, what the hell happened there? Whose smart idea was that? It just probably it just someone else who didn't think they were doing a fourth season until they got suddenly yeah, but told. But they could have just stuck with this. But that's the thing. You, you you've got the fourth season that's done kind of on less of a budget because it's a last minute thing, and sometimes it so obviously shows in the series. And what did they decide to do? Let's completely redesign the, the <laughs> titles and do a whole new logo thing. And you're just thinking. Why didn't you stick with the old logo? There's nothing wrong with it. And stick with the old titles from season three. There's nothing wrong with them. Why Just waste money? Just replace the Liberator with the Scorpio. Spoiler alert. Oh. <laughs> spend spend extra power oh, I'd never, actually, I'd never thought of that. Yeah. The Liberator is they would have had to at least three. change it slightly. Damn, yes. Yeah, so I'd never, th- I'd never yeah. thought of that. But they don't need to change the logo. Stick yeah. With the- yeah, anyway. Even the, it's the old logo. On change back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, not um, always, but... We might talk about that in a bit. Okay, uh, my first choice, uh, and this is in no particular order, and I've no doubt there'll be variations on this theme, no pun intended, but uh, Doctor Who, specifically yeah. the Tom Baker title sequence with the time tunnel. Well, we better get this out of the way now. <laughs> That's my number one. That's your, okay, oh, fair yeah. enough. Uh, okay, well... It- We'll discuss it later then, because yeah. I think that's going to take up quite a bit of time. Yeah. Mine, it's mostly nostalgia. It doesn't set up the series. It doesn't It doesn't sell the series at all. But what you have is just a piece of wonder. Yeah. It's just so, so good. You, you cannot figure out how they've done it. It's and even just, when you know how they've done it. And even when you know it. how, you're just thinking... Yeah. Um, it's got Tom front and centre, just looking 
weird and alien and just just ah oh, just ah oh, it's it's just it's it's a nostalgic thing as soon as i hear that music and yeah. the little slit yeah of, of almost a totally black screen you kind of want to sit there and go and then, yes. and then suddenly sort of just kind of goes out into yeah. almost super widescreen you're kind of squinting at the screen going oh but it's not staying like all right fine there we go there's the TARDIS and it just and it's just the same thing repeated the, the time tunnel itself is just the same thing rotoscoped and repeated over and over again but it's just a piece of wonderment and that's that is my that yeah. is my childhood in a nutshell is those t- title sequences. Yeah, it, that's it, and they don't don't no 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 no. Just ah. It's certainly the tune that I've heard the most often by a country mile, personally. Yeah, yeah. Know, I've heard obviously a lot of Star Trek, a lot of it's a lot of sci-fi, but Doctor Who obviously. Was, and that ver- and minutes, that version of the theme as well. It's like, yeah, probably because that's so the one that times. kind of stuck for so many. I mean, no, I didn't put I didn't put that on the list because the only thing I could think of with Doctor Who would have been I, I would have chosen the end credits for episode four of Earthshot. <laughs> 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 if it comes to Doctor Who. Now I think the reason oh. they did that was because they didn't. They knew that kids were going to be run about the sofa going, "Yes, yes, I'm dead." <laughs> And excuse they wouldn't tell the theme Excuse tune. me, believe it or not, Adric did have his fans at the time. And there were some upset fans. So? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know it's hard to believe nowadays, no. but there were... No, I saw somebody dressed up as a young, a young lad dressed up as Adric uh, on, on the internet just a few days ago. And I just thought, why? <laughs> his parents deserve a slap. Why? <laughs> but over all the characters, why? Bloody Adric. You can't blame Matthew Waterhouse. He's still trying to get people to remember him. You know. I don't blame him. I blame the acting school that he didn't. No, no, that was that who you saw in the costume. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they should have. They should have kept tabs on him, Matthew. You they meant should have got Richard Todd here. just to slap him. Ah <laughs> ha! I was on. Anyway, I sorry, sorry, I, I digress. I digress. Yes. That's quite right. That's, that's <laughs> funny. Okay. So, uh, what's your next one? Next one. Andrew. The next one is. I'll go for Rent a Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> now, is, is this based on title or theme? For me, it's just the first ten tunes, theme tunes that popped right, in okay. my head. And most of them have most of them actually have it in name, have have the title, have the TV title, right, in them. So I say rent a ghost. Uh, yeah. At your party, be a smarty and You see, we even though oh yeah yeah yeah, I don't, even the entire thing was That's the thing. <laughs> in during the eighties, well, the seventies and eighties, a lot of your TV shows had songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't just music. You had like sort of songs with lyrics that explained the series as well mm-hmm. as the titles and all that. Um, I'm just I... checking my list here. None of them are near, surprisingly. But I mean, I, I can still remember to this day, almost off by heart, the theme tune. I mean, I, I remember most theme yeah. tunes, but the ones that I remember mostly, because it's songs, would be Rent a Ghost, Super Gran, yeah. Alvida's Zane Pet. Um, oh, damn, Alvida's there's a set of titles I've not put down. Um, um, fall guy. Uh, fall guy. Cl- yeah, yeah, there's so yeah. many. I was, I was, yeah. I was close guy. to the fall guy as well. Um, what else? Boon. Yeah. Two. I like my boy. And yeah. a lot of them 
wear songs. More, yeah. even. Some people amaze me. They say that I'm crazy. But there's plenty around just to say. Yeah, well, kind of going through the, oh, the old 80s list of titles and kind of thing. I want to put all of these in. I know. I can't. It's, it's, and I kind of had to narrow it tough. down to a specific... Couple. Which is why when you were saying, oh, well, now you're down to a top five, I'm thinking, no yeah. way. Yeah, which no is why... No can you cover I, Yeah, I immediately, I, I immediately thought that, because I immediately thought to myself, well, I've already got about seven in my head I know. right now. Mm-hmm. I know, but yeah. it's, it was just such a good... The, the sort of late 70s, uh, 80s, and even kind of into the early 90s, was such a great era for sort of television theme tunes and titles yeah. and all that. And it's just, nowadays, you'll get the odd one that comes through that you kind of think, oh, because I mean, when it goes thinking about it, I, I haven't seen it since it aired. Yeah. And even then, I wasn't really a fan who watched it intently or yeah. anything. But, but I now it's been mentioned that the theme still tune remember is, the theme tune. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. But yeah, when it goes, but the, the, yeah, when it goes, the titles were just kind of the logo going over whatever the mm-hmm. next yeah. scene was. Yeah. You know, but yeah. The one one thing that you do not want uh, is the rent a ghost people to book a Christmas party the same day as Ghostbusters. <laughs> that is a disaster in the making. Right, fanfic writers, <laughs> get to work on that right now. I'm sorry, oh, guys. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. What did you think of? <laughs> I thought of Davenport from the Richard Carenta ghost. Great big fifty foot Davenport comes along no, the street no, 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 no. Sixty foot play pole on roller skates. <laughs> Going get zooks! Game over, game over. <laughs> and of course there was a woman from Coronation Street with the sneezes. Yeah. Just, 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 <laughs> just sneeze one day and popped up in Coronation uh, Street. Yeah. Oh wow. Anyway. Yes. Excellent choice. Yeah, that that one. Yeah. Uh my number nine. Uh, and it turns out there's there's actually a, a few that do the same thing these titles do in my list. Uh, number nine's Mission Impossible. A fantastic theme tune, and I don't know if it was the first series <coughs> to do the showing you little clips of the upcoming episode. No, but it's definitely the first one I can think of. Well, not even the first one I ever saw because. I saw the other two that are on this list before always. I saw Mission Impossible, but Mission Impossible just always stays in your mind just because of the whole thing, little thing with the fuse. Yes. And yeah. I almost stood up and cheered when I saw the first Mission Impossible movie at the cinema because of how closely they the did copy the, the yeah, opening yeah. titles. Yeah. And even giving, if you watch the titles of the movie closely, it gives away a spoiler as well. Yeah. And it's not until you've actually watched the film and you suddenly is, Oh why the would you And it's and it's there, it's up front, absolutely there in the titles, which they often did in the T V series as well. Yeah. You give away a little sort of thing. And it's a subliminal thing and you just, it's not until you've watched the yeah. whole thing you're thinking And it's one of oh, it's, it's one of those theme tunes that has kind of become shorthand for certain jokes and things as well. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure it, it doesn't show up in one of the Wayne's World movies. Turns up in Wayne's World. Yeah. I think there's. Uh, it's in one of the airplanes as well. Yeah. I had um, it yesterday or something. I can't um, remember, it's ju- it's yeah. just it's it's like the Superman theme. Yeah. It just it has become a shorthand for. Well, that footage of that, that the squirrels getting the nuts on the obstacle course. That's a video that uh, was on YouTube and had the Mission Impossible video yeah. put on it. Uh, you know, you've got a, you've got a superhero Superman theme. Yeah. You've got a dangerous mission. It's going to be quite intricate. Mission Impossible. 
Absolutely. Um, works every time. Um, yeah, uh, it's great. And the theme is just the level shifting, just yeah. wonderful. And even the, the 80s update, which is just basically the same thing, but with yeah. just a bit more boom and percussion, still works. Although the, the, the shot of Peter Graves at the start of that, there's oh, still actually doing the light. Yeah, the actually doing the light. That was always looked a bit cheesy. scary. <laughs> scary and <laughs> cheesy. But, yeah. Um, no, Mission, yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah. It's not the first to do uh, right. to incorporate um, titles because my choice, next choice, yeah. is Thunderbirds. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, again, another one, another nostalgic thing from, yeah. my, from my kiddiehood. Um, Basically introduces the characters, um, introduces the ships. Yeah. <laughs> immediately five, four, three, two, one, which is what it's all about. Sorry, everyone says. Oh, it's biscuits. Like, it's it's <laughs> not about biscuits. No. Five, four, three, two, one. Five, four, three, two, one. Chocolate flavor. See, there's other things that are in your head. Chocolate flavor calls me up to one. Choo 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 caramel choo choo. Light crispy rice. Five, four, three, two, one. Anyway, Um, (laughs) we digress. As we often do. But yeah, Thunderbirds. So you've got the ships. Then you've got a whole pile of clips from the episode that you're about to see. Often ruining it completely. Uh, And then you're introduced to the characters. And it's just done so well. And just done so just matter-of-factly. You wouldn't even think that A, it's a kid's show. And B... It's puppets, yeah, and it works so well. Uh, Thunderbirds is number two on my list. There you go. And um, again, it's it's actually not so much the main theme in that bit; it's the bit before the main theme, which is usually missing from compilation CDs and stuff. Oh, the did no the the actual whole five four three two one bit, and then the the kind of suspense music. Yeah, the suspense, which is what with the clips. Actually, like that bit better than the rest of the titles. And that theme has only ever been released commercially once, and it had nothing to do with Thunder. Yeah, it's on the Joe ninety. It's on the Joe ninety mega mix. It's the start of the Joe ninety. But yeah, it's just every time I just see and hear the countdown starting I just want to leap and punch the air Yeah, it's just that much of a nostalgic thing it's the start of Fuzzbox International Rescue as well sorry sorry we've got a Fuzzbox and we're going to use it to give them the proper title Yes, it just throws you straight into the show it introduces it it tells you what's coming it shows you what's coming even it's um, and that's something Anderson did and repeated again and again and again no doubt that will be mentioned again. But, oh, well, um, yeah. Well. <laughs> um, and I'm sure Thunderbirds just, just pips yeah. Mission Impossible to be the first one that does that. But quite a few TV series, and we're not talking Anderson here, it's quite a few TV series that did that with their titles. I Spy does it as well, right. where you've got uh, Robert Culp doing a kind of spy versus spy thing above with a bomb and all that. But playing underneath, underneath it, it is, is yeah. a whole load of clips from that episode. And he's kind of watching it and going, hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? It's the same... Title sequence yeah. with cult, but all the clips underneath oh, they're right. different for each episode. I, I will have to look that up because I've never and ever seen. I can enjoy Spy. I've yeah. got all three scenes. Yeah. Highly recommended. Brilliant yeah. series. And strangely enough, another title sequence that isn't in my list. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, but that's yeah. what we should do next week, or next week, next time. 
the top ten that weren't in my top ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the top, the top ten uh, un, bubbling under that I've just been prompted by are suddenly realising, oh shit, it's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like these albums that you get, you know, it's like the, the best of the best of country music. Yeah. And then they, and then they put out the best of country music too. It's like no 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 yeah. no, it's oh, the second it's best of country music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have two. It's the second best. The best of country music. The ones that got yet. away and we forgot to add the next yeah. time and didn't have clearance. Not quite the best. <laughs> oh, no, no, yes. It's odd. I, that, that's always the, the the thing that gets me with. Now that's what I call music eighty five. Uh-huh. Make up your bloody mind, wasn't it? <laughs> I've changed my mind since the last. 84. I had number two. That's that shows you how old I am. I had at least number three. Uh-huh. I think was the first. Um, I still on cassette, have. I, on cassette, yeah. um, I still have my vinyl copies of number three, four, and five. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I think I've still got my cassette of number six. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just as a, a, a sweet slight aside, you know, they're talking about records. Like they always say. Available, you know, when they're punting records, obviously available in good, all good record stores. Yeah, yeah. Well, Some of the bad not, ones not, too. Yeah, exactly. You not just say, oh, it might be available in your local ones as well. Check it out. Yeah. Why do they, why do they always promote good ones? It's like, you know, the bad ones aren't going to get any better if you just keep going to good because ones. Because your local record store will stock it thinking that they're now a good record store. It's trying to polish the record store's balls. That's what it is. Right, okay. <laughs> but no, I just, I just think. <laughs> what's that, what's that's, the, an, that's an image I didn't want to put in my head. There's actually a list of standards and stuff that say, right, okay, if you do this, this, and this, you're a good record store. Mm-hmm. If you do this, this, or this. Mm-hmm. You're not getting our records ah, in your bag, record, record, record store. store. I think, yes. I think there's only one line is if you make us loads of money, you're a good record yeah. store. Yeah. Not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Uh, okay. We'll each have two. Right. I'm going to have a competition because I, I, I bet you I'm the only one that hasn't got any duplicates. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, <laughs> having said that, I'll go for one that's possibly has been slighted by somebody else. Knight Rider. It almost made my list, but... It almost made my list and didn't make it. Well, it's made mine. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, partly because there was so many good 80s openings, and it was kind of... I can only pick one. Yeah. No, I was always in, in, in that time zone, in electronic music and keyboards and that. And yeah, it was just, it was just one of those. Me, yeah. Stu Phillips, good, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also did uh, Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Yeah. And he fucked Rogers as well, I think, if I remember rightly. I, I, think he he did did the, I don't think he did the song. He I think didn't he do did, the song, but he did, did the music, I think. But yeah, and, uh, and again, that's a nice... It's, it's a weird combination. There's some really atmospheric bits in that title sequence, and then just your general clips. Yeah. But the actual shots of Kit going across the, like, the desert, desert uh, are really good, and then... Uh, William Conrad's voiceover. See, one of the few occasions where something is canon. <laughs> Have you been saving that up? No, that's I just that came to mind right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. And again, it's one of those narrations I'll always remember. Night Rider, a shadowy flight into the world of a man. Can I just say this. something? Can I just say something? Yeah. It's not William Conrad, it's Richard Basehart. Oh. Otherwise, it's a bloody good joke, but it's Richard <laughs> Bates. Which Bass. one's William Conrad? William Conrad is the one that does Buck Rogers. 
right. And also did Rocky and Bro- was the narrator for Rocky and Bro- Okay. But Knight Rider is Richard Basehart who plays yeah. the old right. okay. knight. Sorry, oh. I've been correct. I do apologise for that. That is a damn good joke, and I'm sorry to. Ah! Oh. So he knows it. Yeah. It's your podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, fuck you, fuck <laughs> you Steve. <laughs> I freely admit to my cock ups. But no, that, that's yeah. a great joke. Yeah. If, you, if we'd been talking about Buck Rogers, yeah. that is a brilliant joke. But no, it's a bunch of face yeah. like that. Like, right. I'm so sorry. And again, even now, I, I still use variations of the uh, shadowy flight in the world of a man who has no idea what he's doing on various uh, places like Xbox Live and you'd be, and Yeah, you'd be surprised how often sort of uh, narrations come up uh, with folk doing duo. I mean, the, the, the amount of times I've seen sort of variations on um, Quantum Leap, sort of the, the open yeah. narration for Quantum Leap um, in sort of different signatures and memes and God knows what else. It's just you're just thinking, God, these 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 guys are sad. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. have a laugh with my bro- brother. He was once uh, he was accused of annoying a, a neighbour, and it wasn't him. Definitely wasn't him. Mm-hmm. And he went back, and the neighbour phoned my mother, and all this. It was a big hoo ha. And then the next thing, neighbour phoned my mother again, and says he's at it again. And mum says, No, he's here. So it definitely wasn't him. So. Whenever we're reminded about that or talk about it, I always say, I don't know, Stephen, why he didn't go underground and form a resistance known as the A-Team. Accused of a crime you didn't commit, I really just don't know why. <laughs> that, was, that was another one that almost uh, made yeah. my If list. you could find them. Yes. Yeah. You can have. Do you eat I thought I'd be safe with that, yeah, but there's, there's, there's yeah. quite a few at that time, the A-Team was the one. The, yeah, there was a huge load, but... I, I eventually narrowed it down to one which is the highest non sci fi fancy one on my list, but it's yeah, not the time. next one. Uh, my wait. next one, uh, number eight, is a whole episode in the form of a title sequence, and that's The Prisoner. Yes. Missed that one, but yes. Yes, yes. Which basically, like I said, it compresses the plot of what would normally be a whole episode of a television show. Into like a two and a half. It's the episode three. that never was. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it is quite long. So it's about two yep. and a half to three minutes, and it gets as far as I'm aware, it gets played completely unedited each episode, the full length. Uh no, no, not quite. The first episode, Arrival, has it. I think it runs. It's about two and a half minutes, and then it's right. cut to about a minute and a half for the later okay. episodes. And then, of course, there's the later episodes that don't have it at all. Because you're kind of just yeah, thrown in at the deep ones, end. Yeah. There's some weird episodes where you're just thrown in at the deep end. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a wonderful... It, it is basically the first episode of The Prisoner trying yeah. to kind of explain what's going on, which you should have had as episode one. But no, because The Prisoner because it's is The, the prisoner, prisoner, yeah, you're just thrown in and you're you're in the mystery yeah. along with... And again, just another one of these great combinations of the music and the visuals. Von Greener Von Greener. Just... Uh, yeah, and and another one with a whole big quotable bit near the end. Yes, yes. Where, where am I? The village and and all and that and, stuff and, and the big quotable bit that gives the game away right yeah. where to go, and people just don't realise it because but but it depends on your reading of it. Yeah. But the the guy the the when number six asks who is number one, the response is you are number six. Yeah. And it depends on the inflection. It depends on you know, how you read it. 
he's either saying you are number six, just generally you are number six, or he's saying that you are number one, number six, which gets very confusing. Yeah. But, mm. you know, depending on how you read it, you're getting the answer right from one yeah. go as to how it's going to end up. I love that. I, I, oh, I could go on about the twist of facts. And again, <laughs> just ITC Studios in general, even all the lesser shows had, and again, uh, it was the same with Jay Anderson shows. I had to say, no, I cannot just make it a list of five ITC shows. That's, in that, a that, is a, that is the thing. You, you could, if we're doing this again and doing top tens, you could do a top ten of ITC or top ten yeah. of Jerry Anderson or whatever without having to yeah. go and mix everything out. It's... And again, a lot of them, it's a, it's a combination of great themes, just great fun title sequences. Yeah. Even... And a hell of a lot of work been put into them yeah. and a hell of a lot of thought being put into them yeah. I was in my mid-twenties I think when somebody suggested I watch Prisoner the, the Prisoner and yeah. I was like I was listening to it for ages and ages and ages and then eventually sat down and watched one episode or about no it was about three quarters through Yeah, three quarters of the episode missed the first ten minutes I went back into college the next day and said oh what's it what did you think rubbish no idea what was going on <laughs> which, and, and which episode was it it's like the one that was on last night oh Schizoid Man <laughs> Right. You started with Schizoid Man. So, yeah, you? like, of all the episodes you've been inside of you went for Schizoid Man. That was not my really? fault, but no, it was like, but yeah. it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is this all about? No. Okay, if you watch any episode, you know, you get yeah. the gist, but Schizoid yeah. Man. Schizoid Man's not the, yeah. not, not the first one that you should watch, no. Yeah. No. Oh, brilliant. Classic. Oh. Yes, Stephen, to you again. Oh, back to me. Um, okay, this this is the kind of the the odd one, but again, it's a nostalgic thing, and it's a mix of the titles, the music, um, having a crush on one of the stars. Yes, it's Man About the House. Oh, not was bit. <laughs> Man About the House had about four C, I think four or five Cs, yeah. and I think it went through about three, if not four, different title sequences. But the, the, the most notable one is the one that has Sally Thompson's credit basically plastered over her arse. And I'm sorry, <laughs> it, you can't get more obvious than that with a title sequence because that is Sally Thompson. That's, you know, apologies to Sally if you're listening. Um, but yeah, it just the title sequence just kind of just told you what it was all about. It was kind of a guy and two girls in a flat and the variant different things was them having fun. Yeah. And that was Man About the House. See, it's, it's I can't really remember any of the title sequences to that. I Although I do remember yeah. obviously seeing the show when I was young. But... And the theme tune's kind of, it's kind of a jaunty kind of sort of fun sort of... Oh yeah, I remember the theme tune. Yeah. It's, just, it's just great. It's just, again, it's a nostalgic thing. It's kind of, you hear the theme tune, you see the thing, uh, you see the titles, you know what you're getting. Yeah. I must have been in my cocoon at that time. I didn't see, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh no, I didn't see if I, these are probably the Channel Four repeats that I would have first. No, even so even that, even what you're talking about is like means nothing, absolutely nothing to me. That man about the house. No, no, nothing at all. Oh no. dear. No, you've heard of George Mulder, surely. George Mulder, yes, yes. They came out of man about the house. They were the lodgers to Richard O'Sullivan, Sally Thompson, Paul Wilcox. Oh. No. I'm not looking at oh, gee. No. Okay. No. no. Doesn't really well, matter. I suppose Man About the House is kind of what late seventies and then George Mulder's eighties, so you'd probably yeah. more be familiar, but yeah. more familiar with George Mulder being a bit later on. Yeah. yeah. I guess. 
a wee bit limited. Um, Robin's Nest, you, you might be familiar oh, with Robin's Nest. Nest. Robin's the, Nest. Well, Robin in Robin's Nest comes from Man by the House. For, years I, thought, for years I thought that Irish, the Irish guy had one arm. <laughs> really had one arm. Years afterwards. Didn't, yeah, didn't it was a joke. We've got a dishwasher with one arm. He still hasn't fixed that door. No. <laughs> <laughs> Overly men. Overly men. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, man about the house. Yeah, man about the house. Again, just, it's more a nostalgia thing. They're not great titles, but for that show, yeah. for that setup, it just kind of just gets you in the mood and just yeah. throws you in and just kind of get what okay this that's what this is about it's just going yeah it's, that's my oddball choice yeah Andrew okay I'm gonna go for this is like doing top trumps <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm gonna special go special powers 10 I'm gonna go for funkiness 9 <laughs> And mix up your Dracula and the dinosaur. Yeah. Like, what was it? What was it? A dinosaur dressed up as Jack the Ripper or something? <laughs> Crazy. Charlie's Angels. Oh yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yes. Because again, that's that's like that's like one of them that, that does give you basically the, the backstory for the three of them. Yeah. Um. It's got a, a nice tune. I took three little girls from the police academy. Did he say three little girls? Three little girls does in the police academy, yes. That's, that sounds a bit sinister. <laughs> no, seriously, it does. I'm sure it's. Yeah. I'm sure that the, yeah. the, the opening narration is... I'm obviously you three being I, in touch I, with <laughs> I took three little girls from the police academy. Oh, okay. I could well, be... Well, at least he says... It does sound a bit sinister. It turned out to be Mahoney, Hightower, and Cattleberry. In drag. <laughs> now that's a completely different version of Charlie the Angels. Yeah. Bubba Smith is mm. instead of Jacqueline. Oh, Jacqueline, Jacqueline. <laughs> no, she was my favourite. Speaking of Jacqueline. Oh, Kate, Jacqueline Jacqueline Smith. Kate Jackson for me. Sorry. Oh, Jacqueline Smith. Kate Jackson. She was the cookie one with the hair. With yeah. The, 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 sorry, the Kate, ja- Kate yeah. Jackson. Yeah. I think it was more Scarecrow and Mrs. King, but I kind of oh, yeah, in yeah. hindsight watched when Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, memories, huh? Yeah. Oh, I know. See, it's a, it's a series I've, I definitely saw a bit of over the years, Charlie's Angels, but... Oh, sorry, I was doing Skip But, yeah, because I couldn't tell you which was Kate Jackson and which was Jacqueline Smith. Kate Jackson was Sabrina. Yes. I think Jacqueline Smith was... Um... Oh, but kind of, I couldn't I'm like, I couldn't tell you any specific episode, any, any bits I saw. Kind of, no, 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 Yeah, most of the episodes were pretty much the same. Yeah, no, so uh, it, it is, it is exploitation. Yeah. It's it was like, okay, like we we'll get these two girls. We'll, yeah, we'll there's, only couple, somewhere there's somewhere. only a couple of episodes that I remember, and it's for obvious reasons. There's one where the, there's one where they're all stuck in a jail, um, which is very exploitative, and probably the reason why I remember it. There's one where they're on a cruise ship, and I think Bob Hope turns up or something. <laughs> oh God! Um, and um, it's yeah, it's 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 a weird kind of it's a I've, I've got two seasons of, of it on DVD, yeah. and uh, I've been through the two seasons on DVD and can remember not no, one not single frame of it. No. I mean, the first the first Dash uh, Angels film, I, I thought yeah, that's okay. But the second one, I mean, it was just so over the top and exploitative. I thought. That's Charles Angels. Yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's, I've not that's seen not the same one. Oh, full, 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 full throttle, yeah. or it is, it is good, but um, 
that that is that's an updated version of Charlie's Angels. If they could have got away within the eighties, that <laughs> then we'd have done. And they they pushed the boundary as far as they could in the eighties with, mm. with, with, yeah. with the three little girls from the, from the, from the Freeze Academy. <laughs> Yeah. See yeah. little girls. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, no, stop. No, please. stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> You've taken that joke. You've taken yeah. that joke too far. Uh, oh, oh, there's a new, there's a new word when they was that dictionary. Uh, Rothism. It's like, it's like harassment. Harassment versus Rothman. 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 There you go. Okay. Right. <laughs> Moving swiftly along. Uh, <laughs> right, number seven. Again, sci-fi, sapphire and steel. Very simple titles, but I just love the the odd music. And again, one with a really quotable narration. Transuanic heavy elements will not be used, used for this life. Yeah. Medium atomic weights are available. Uh, which changes in the last season? They change one of the elements for some strange reason. Yeah. Still no idea why. Mercury changes to, I think it's lead, or, or lead changes to Mercury. Yeah. For some unusual reason. Uh, but yeah, t- just again, classic. And and the, yeah. the, the actual visuals of the Yeah, the visuals are just this. simple. It's again, the, yeah. the visuals are different. In and again, simple, well. simply animated stuff, but it works. Yeah, yeah. And possibly narrated by David Sushi, depending on who you listen yes. to. But I am reliably informed by David Sushi himself. No, he didn't do it. But there you go. Um... Yes, that would, of all the questions I could yeah. think to ask <laughs> David Sushi when I met him. Excuse me, did you innovate Sapphire and Steel opening titles? Mm, no. Thank you. <laughs> it's an urban, it's yeah. been going around for ages that he did, but um, yes. Yeah, wonderful. And the thing is, and, it, and the way it's cut as well, because you've got the sort of... <laughs> recap, and then yeah. you get the titles. Uh, another one just... further up my list does that as well. You'll find it when okay, we get to it. Yes. I'd actually, I'd actually, got me thinking I'd actually forgotten it did it until I rewatched some episodes recently, and I thought, oh no, I remember that. Right, yes. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, yeah. Ah, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool titles. Yeah. And again, as you say, another kind of series cell that doesn't entirely tell you the story, but gets you feeling that you know what's going on. Yeah, right. it just it's it's all these words that mean something. Yes. But you don't really know what. Yes. But it it's, makes you it's all the right words, but not necessarily yeah, in the right order. order. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, classic series as well. But, yeah. Um, and uh, strangely enough, it's pretty for most of the series. It's pretty much the only music that's on the entire yeah, thing as well. Not, is the title music because at all, most, yeah. of the, most of the series not got music on at all. It's just oh, iconic. And uh, the. Oh, oh, I know his second name was on Adele, can't remember his first. Cyril. Cyril. Uh, his son, Guy on Adele, is a DJ. Yes. Who did a really good mix CD that came free one magazine ages ago. Um, yes, I think, if I remember rightly, and, and don't quote me on this, there was a, a, a remix of the Doctor Who theme, God, about five, six years ago, maybe longer, and I think he was to do with it, and yeah. it was the Doctor Who theme. And uh, the background bass line was um, the the word, the, the theme oh, of yeah. the word. I'm sure he was involved with that, I seem to remember. Right. Now, that's another good opening title. <laughs> the show was a load of shit. <laughs> remember the opening? It was... Yeah. Um, yes, Mark Lamar dancing like a twat. 
Matt Lamar destroying Everyone MC Hammer's career. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next choice. Oh, this is a toughie. Um, okay, I shall go for, and this is, I think, the most modern ones, is the Enterprise titles. Okay. Um, I'm one of the few and far between people actually like the song yeah i was about to say yeah I, okay i can see what they were trying to do for me it doesn't work but i, I can see why other people i like the song it. it's kind of a kind of quite a studdy ballad and kind of sort of a hope to the future and blah 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 and i like the song in isolation as well i wish they would have stuck to the rod stewart version because it's a much better version than mr um um, oh God, Russell. Okay. Russell Watson, thank you. Um, the Russell Watson's version, the, the Rod Stewart one's a bit more kind of, kind of rock ballady rather than yeah. kind of mournful kind of hymn type stuff. But the titles themselves, the titles themselves, I love. Are just a piece of artwork, sort of. You know, built, if, they'd, built, if they'd maybe stop <laughs> using, I wouldn't be sedated by the Ramones. It might work better. <laughs> I thought this Enterprise theme tune. I would say I watched it recently. Yeah. I thought the Enterprise theme tune went. It's been a lot, and then it, yep. Index markers are very handy. Yes, yes. But, if only for having the balls that when they changed the storyline, and some other TV shows that I'm sure we'll discuss later, changed the titles. Because when they did the Mirror Universe oh, yeah. episodes yeah. for Enterprise, the titles, the, t- the normal titles are like a sort of rundown of history that yeah. brought them up to this point. For the Mirror Universe episodes, it's the same thing, but it's a different history, a darker history, a much more sort of war history and other. And it's just, again... Okay, that is awesome, and I again, didn't know about that. Again, mm. just a piece yeah. of art. Um, because you've got, like, it's like a carbon copy of the, the normal yeah. titles, but it's like sort of... Oh, I... It's like the ships that have got weaponry on them, yeah. so that instead of exploring planets, it's them basically blasting the hell out of them. one other show that kind of did that, and it's it's a cartoon show that almost made my list, and that was the Venture Brothers for the opening of its second season. Yes. Changed the titles to have the other Venture Brothers rather than the ones the whole first series had been about. Yes. So fooling you into thinking the whole second series was going to be about them before yeah. pulling some of the whacked out science insanity that that show does. So so not only do I like the t- love the titles of Enterprise and what they did it and the amount of thought that was put into them, forget the song, the, t- the actual visuals are wonderful. Yeah. Them with the song works so well. But then on top of that, they went and changed it for two episodes. Yeah just to kind of bring you up to speed of this is where we are, this is how we got here, this is where we're going now. And not w- without yeah. the song and just with atmosphere. And the, the darker titles don't even have music, it's just got atmospheric, atmospheric okay, tones. I'm, I'm good enough to look these up on YouTube because I never just even knew about this. Wonderful. Just Because I, I never got past season one of Enterprise. Not for any, <sighs> not for any real reason, just that's all I had a loan of from you at the time on video. This was back on video. Just say the word, you can get the entire series from me. I will, I will I, lend you without any form whatsoever. It, I love it. They're all on, they're all on uh, Netflix, so I'm okay with it. It's, it's still probably my mm. second favourite Star Trek yeah. franchise. I hate that word, but you know, yeah. it's still probably my second favourite. You know the first. <laughs> yeah, and I don't agree with it, but there you go. I thought you liked Deep Space Nine. 
Oh, I do. But I, I just my my Star Trek is the the, the original. original series movies oh, okay. is my oh, Star right. Trek, <laughs> mainly because of the DC comics. Okay, yes. Right, so right, right. when I think Star Trek, that's what I kind of immediately go to. Right, so you you you're kind of more sort of Vatican search for Spock even. Yeah. Then right with you. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do... That's my default check. Okay, my... See, that should be my default check, because my famous, my favourite trick of all is Vatican. Yeah. Out of the whole lot is Vatican, and then probably Undiscovered Country. But Deep Space Nine, I, th I think the reason I like Deep Space Nine so much is because... Deep Space Nine, when I get back to re my rewatch that I started, might become my favourite. Because even the early episodes I was really enjoying when I restarted rewatching. The thing distracted. is, I probably wouldn't like Deep Space Nine if it wasn't for liking the original series so much. But the reason I like Deep Space Nine is because it has the audacity not to yeah. be the original series and not to be this utopia thing. And we're going off. Yeah. Track so so much at this point. We, we, this, we should this, maybe do a this Star Trek will probably need discussion of it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. When the ones Andrew, we watch if you next. Well, having said that, I'm going to go for Looney Tunes. Oh, no, okay, no, I know it's not a program, but it's no, actually. the fact the the captains themselves that food weren't the best. Every single time I see the MGM lion, I expect it to go into Tom and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Whenever right. you hear that, you think, it's a cartoon coming. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Uh, oh. If I do, I never even thought of, yeah. I, yeah, I wish I'd, uh, yeah. And the thing is, the, mu and the, the, the thing is, again, it's a nostalgia thing. You hear that music, and you just want to sit down for five minutes and just basically yeah. lose it. Yeah. Or in my case, several hours. <laughs> I've got a lot of episodes. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was I was meaning just sort of yeah. happening past the the TV yeah. at the time. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and, and also its use in um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. as well, because yeah. yeah. you've got that in the background, sort of during one of the torture yeah. scenes. You're just thinking, this is just weird. <laughs> it's yeah, it's great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not much, not much really has to say about that. But yeah, it's just, no, it's just, just purely for music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just and again, just with the logo zooming in from the, the distance. Yeah. 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 As you said, one of the things you, as soon as you hear it, you say, right, I'm going to sit down and watch this. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Much as with probably anything on my list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. I, if I hear that music going over, right, okay, I'm coming through to watch this. See, that's that's the thing. That That's the other thing about TV theme tunes is that they do kind of act as almost a fanfare. Yeah. It's kind of, right. On now, get in here. This yeah. is this is what you know. That's you know. Yeah. So uh, next, my next one uh, is surprisingly the only anime that's on the list. I love one of the things I love about anime is the fact that despite if they have continued to have most of them have proper title sequences, a minute to a minute and a half, even closing titles were a different song. 
and although it can be annoying sometimes, they tend to change them every 13 episodes or so. So, which does lead to a thing where you think, oh no, is the new theme tune going to be shit? <laughs> but uh, this series, the last 26 episodes, had the same opening theme and titles for everyone, and that's Cowboy Bebop, which just has a brilliant uh, just saxophone, kind of, I don't know how to describe it, kind of blues, blues. blues rocking out sort of theme tune. It's again. It's got a little bit that you can quote along with at the start, with the, um, oh, it's time to blow the scene, get everybody and stuff together. Let's go one, two, three. Let's jam. And it's another bloody counter. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the here. visuals are all kind of monochrome, but tinted Good. shots of the main characters. There's all sorts of what looks like random text at first, but if you actually have a look at it, it all seems to be. Lines taken from either the script or the series bible because it does kind of describe things that do show up in the series, and it just really gets you going for it. It's a volicking adventure theme, and you know that's what you're gonna get. And every every time it pops, I just want to dance around the room and sing along with it, and quite often do because <laughs> I've got one flat now, so no one can stop me. <laughs> And at that point, we take a break now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, the, the they actually got a whole band together just to do the soundtrack for the series. The main composer is uh, Yoko Kano, who does a whole bunch of other fantastic stuff, like the Ghost in the Shell uh, TV shows, a bunch of Macross and other things. And she basically got a whole bunch of collaborators in the band together just to do all the music for this whole series, which goes from jazz to funk, there's an episode that kind of rips off Blaxploitation flits a bit, so it's got a really funky soundtrack. Uh, See, I, I've not seen, the, I, I've seen the movie. Yeah. I've not seen the series. The movie all. doesn't have the opening t- theme, which See, is so it's the only thing that doesn't have something it. Something else I'm going to have to put on my watch list. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, out of all the anime, there's a lot of film, but that's the one that just immediately kept, catches my attention and just Brings a big smile to my face. Okay, my number is this number six? Yes, I think yeah, it's, number six. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll take just a little break after this one just so I can save the recording. <laughs> uh, number six for me, it's a bit of a cheat, I will admit this one. It's a bit of a cheat. see what he says. It's, it's, it's yeah. the same program but different title sequences. And it's Babylon 5. No, okay. Um, because it's variation on a theme. Yeah. It's variation yeah. on titles. It's the same program, but it's kind of bringing you up to the point of where they are at that point. So yeah. it works as both series sale, it works as a teaser, it kind of brings you up on the on the characters and all that. First season, not so much, it but does. the music itself is just... Is it twenty two fifty eight? It starts, and then each year it does yeah. as it moves forward. Yeah. 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 And, and, and then season and then season five, it kind of does the backlog of uh-huh. all four seasons of what where it's up to that point. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just again, it's just a perfect example of a dying, as we've seen, a yeah. dying art form where it's kind of just kind of 
Because I, I always remember the one season where the music changes almost completely. It's the really dramatic. You think, oh, right, we're, we're, season three. We're at war now. Yeah. Season three. Yeah. We, the shit has hit the fan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, then yeah, everything changed. And that's season one. It's you, everything changed. Um, season four, the music is kind of more kind of proud yeah. and patriotic because we've got through and that. And then season five is actually a completely different theme, but season I five, love it. It's a completely different theme that was, uh, it's a piece of incidental music from one of the battles of season four right. that's that's used and it kind of takes you back to, it actually works really well because it kind of takes you back to the fact that stuff's changed and they're not part of the Earth Alliance now and they're kind of breaking off yeah. and this is the start of the breaking off and it kind of takes you back to the battle that kind of was the pinpoint of that. It's just, uh, oh, the music on Babylon 5 and that, uh, sort of, just Babylon 5 is just fucking yeah. great. Um, and, okay, and yeah, it's good Christopher Frank was part of Tangerine Dream who almost made my list with Street Hawk but just <sighs> fell short. Just every aspect of Babylon 5 is, I, I mean, I, and it gets slagged off so much and put down as being cheap and cheerful and all that, and I, I, I just, I, ah, I just don't understand that. Yeah, bollocks that, to those that people. It's bullshit. I, I think there was so much thought and so much love, and that's that's not a word that's used very much, very often nowadays when you talk about television or, or film or whatever. But there was so much love and work and thought being put into Babylon 5 for it to be put down so dismissively by so many fucking people um, writers of Big Bang Theory piss off um, uh, I just it just infuriates me mm. because I, I still what are your feelings on a certain line in space then? <laughs> um, although they are quite clearly although it is a joke in itself yeah. it is, they are, they're having, they are yeah. having a laugh um, and I don't agree with the sentiment um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's um. Pop the slayer on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I just it's just another element on top of something that, in my opinion, is still probably the best piece of science fiction to come out of America mm-hmm. ever. Sorry, that's that's controversial. That's it's controversial, but it's, it's that's that's my opinion. Yeah. Whether it whether it steals so much from Lord of the Rings or not, I don't care. I think Joel still did a damn good job of just basically tweaking enough that so you don't immediately notice yeah. unless you're really looking and really know your Lord of the Rings and really know everything and, and just I, I just love it yeah, and yeah. and the music and the titles is just one aspect of that it just it just is the cherry on the top of the cake yes anyway there you go that's and with that we're going to take a little break just to. Uh, save the recording <laughs> so we just lose it and we'll be back and we'll be going that's that's another point. dying art what? talking of breaks is ad bumpers you don't get them nowadays either some Japanese shows still have them yeah they're called the, eye catches now, now you just go you know yeah. you cuts from the scene and then straight into the adverts yeah. and then you come back out of the adverts you still you don't even realise you're back in the what, bloody programme <laughs> one show Tengen Topper Gurren Lagen I kind of always wait for the little ad breaks because all it was was a static picture of one of the kids but it was a, there was oh it must have been a dozen different pictures of different it was just one of the pictures of the characters and just a little excerpt from one of the songs going rah rah fight the power <laughs> and it, it just cut away for the ad break and then same thing would happen when it came back yeah it just completely simple but again brilliant. my, my, my favourite ad bumpers and, and, and this one 
fact, when we talk about my number five, I have actually seen the ad bumpers from some of the Merton transmissions, and so I will be able to talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, look, oh, maybe what, what I'm just about to say about data. I'm okay. not sure if you've seen My favourite ad bumpers, aside from the, the wonderful excitement of uh, the ad bumpers of and coming back into the, from the adverts, the same theme, and you <laughs> knew you were back in the professionals. They don't do that oh, now. They don't, yeah, they don't yeah. even do yeah. that nowadays. Yeah. So you know that it's not the yeah. advert, you're back in the program. My favourite ad bumpers of all time is Wild Wild West. Because oh, I've never ah, I've only oh, ever I've only seen the movie, sadly. The movie's good. I like the movie, but the movie is I've only great. seen the movie. But the series it's kind of got the, the title sequences like Does it go wickety wickety wild wild? It doesn't at all, <laughs> no. Um the, Sorry, the title sequence is kind of split almost yeah. comic strip like into about four or five different right. different frames. And for each ad break, the episode finishes and then goes into one of the frames oh, right. and stays there when you come back out of the, uh, the advert. Yeah. And then for the next advert, it's another scene and it goes into another frame. And, oh, then right. and as you go through the episode, each of the comic book frames is it's filled out to. by the... It's a bit like NCIS... Where you've got a little sort of flash of where yeah. you're going to be coming back to, but it's yeah. it's wonderful, it's great, and it's it's just and it's integral to the episode that yeah. you and they're, they're still on the DVDs because obviously it's, it would be an absolute arse trying to edit that. Yeah. Got, you know, but yeah, it's great fun. But yeah, that's another dying art. It's yeah. add bumpers. Well, now I'm going to try and find the most ridiculous one ever and stick it in for we'll go from there. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll try and find the one I'll be talking about in a few minutes. Oh, right. And, and I'll put it in. Well, there we go. We'll be anyway. right back after these messages. After these ad bumpers. After these messages from your local radio station. <laughs> And we're back, and we're going to continue with a list of ten favourite things. That would have counted as one, actually. It's the top two. Two Andrew for two Andrew for his number five. At number five. At number five, we have a program that specific episode called Blank and the Apple. Uh, program called Bod. Oh, oh. <laughs> Bod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at pom, 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 I don't pom, think. Pom, yes, that's that's the good thing yeah. about the pom, Bod. They, pom, they, pom. All all the characters had their had own the, little yes, musical identity. Yeah, uh, that was PC cop. PC that was yeah. PC Plod. Mm, PC Copper. Yeah, no, you're right. PC, PC copper. copper. Yeah. Yes. Copper. It's the same as with finger bobs. All the animals had their own little features. Yes. Bob well. had uh, yeah. Aunt Flo. Aunt Flo was doing Farmer Barley Moe. Yeah. Frank the Postman. Frank the Postman. And, and of course, then there was Bob. Here comes Bob. All narrated by John Lemizzo. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant show. I, I did show you the, the Judge Dredd parody one, didn't I? Some point. Where they cleverly edited together the uh, Missouri lines to Here Comes Dread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Strangely enough, the thing that I remember from Bod 
is nothing to do with board. Yeah, it's the, the milkshake. Yes, the I would uh, yeah. say no to a milkshake. Yeah, but that was nothing to do with board. Alfredo Frog. That was all. That yes, was all I know, that was that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alfredo Frog. The thing, the thing See, I always thought they were part of the same programme. Narrated by Maggie Henderson. No, just, God, weird. Yes, pad out the programme. Yeah. yeah. So the other bit was the cards. It was like, okay, we have board on one side, PC comp on the other. That's one board and one PC copper. No, that's not snap. Like board on one side and we have board on the other. That's board and board. Two boards equals snap. snap. That's snap, isn't it? It's like you know you're screaming at the telly and the second you see them, like snap. <laughs> but that, but that, that, it's it's repetitive. It's the same as the modern equivalent of telly tubbies. Telly tubbies is repetitive. It's the same thing. In each episode, the kids, the little infants, are waiting on that coming up. Bod was exactly the same. Yeah. It was repetitive. Each episode had little standard sort of things in the, in the episode. Wonderful. Which flavour of milkshake would Alberto the I Frog would, yeah, I would say no to a milkshake. Strawberry. Strawberry. I can't. I can't do that, that high. But yeah, yeah. Strawberry. I think today I'll have chocolate. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, what That's specific the... episode? Bod on the apple. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Bod on the apple. Now he throws at the beginning of the episode clearly states that he has thrown an apple up in the air and he's waiting for it to come down. And Aunt Flo comes along and she says, well, Bod, what are you up to? And he tells her the story and you get the message. They all come along at various times and Bod tells him that he's thrown an apple up in the air and he's waiting for it to come down again. And all I'm sitting there thinking is, Einstein's going to kind of feel it. He'd be like, well, you can't do that. And then at the end, they all, and all the rest of them get apples and they throw the apples up in the air and they all come down again. And Bod doesn't. And I even bought the book to see if it would give me some insight into what had happened, but no, it didn't. So to this day, if anyone knows, please write on the comments page about Bod. If they know what happened to Bod's Bod apple, was just trolling why everyone. it didn't come up. I'm not, I'm not sure Einstein will be too bothered, but Isaac Newton will be having a bloody nervous fit in his No, coffee. no, Einstein, Einstein will be upset as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah, that about my only so thought. wait a minute, you actually <laughs> bought the book to see if there was an extended scene? Well, not to see if it would get some insight. Uh... Fruit notes. Yes. <laughs> so, did, did you actually see Bond throw it up? Or did it, or was this, it all the yes, video? Yes, now this is, this is what now makes me think he was yeah. basically playing a beetle. <laughs> now, now the conspiracy theory, yeah. yeah. Uh, was one of his hands smaller than the other? You didn't actually see him throw the apple ah, up. Ah, see? But, ah, but I think, I think troll master. he was taking a piss. I think I think the apple did come down at one point. Ah. But it took a while. Yeah, like it's not like it's, just, it's on could, YouTube. He could have just picked his yeah, tweet board, up. board yeah, on the yeah. apple. So if anybody knows what happened to that <laughs> answers apple, answers on a postcard to <laughs> podcast investigators. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. so anyway, that's that's my that's my number. There you go. Six, five, four, whatever. Five. Board. Yeah. My number five is the highest non-sci-fi thing on my list. Uh, it's the one from the 80s that I eventually settled on, and it's the Equalizer. Ah, oh, yeah. Which not only has an absolutely amazing theme tune, but it makes New York look like the scariest, most menacing place on the planet. The titles actually put you into... The world, the world of yeah. the equalizer, yeah, and, and it's, it's really eerie yeah. and uncanny and useful. And again, talking about little advert break things, in when I was on holding out in the mid eighties, I actually saw the little jingle. 
which did actually show up in some point. Yeah. But the first time I ever saw them was when I was watching an episode in America. It was the Adamant episode. Um, I'm not, yeah. I'm, 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 I should season, the name yeah, it's the earlier season, 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 season one. Yeah, season one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying. I was trying to remember the episode title. Yeah. Um, I think there's one of the um the the, the later DVDs has actually got one of the advert bombs yeah. on on as an extra. Yeah. I just thought. Oh, yeah. Well, equalizer. Yeah, that was all, that was almost an answer. It was either the equalizer or night rider. And I yeah, for night rider. Yeah. Sort of and, and again, brilliant, brilliant theme music. Yeah, yeah. immediately just puts you and and unusual for that time because it's it's. I mean, at that time, it was mostly sort of um, generally synthesizer based themes. Whereas that one, although it's synthesizer, a lot of it is plinky blonky percussion yeah. as well. It's it's Stuart Copeland and it's it's just brilliant. Um, and like you yeah. said, just I mean, I, I was rewatching the titles earlier today and. It just it synchronizes really well with the music as well, and just even, it's even one of those ones where it just fits so perfectly with the menacing tone. Yeah. And then at the end, when the main theme kicks in, it's just this tracking shot Edward Woodward ding, walking ding, out of the silhouette, and it's just ding, awesome. And basically, it ends with Edward Woodward being a hard bastard just yeah. standing there going, "This is my show. Sit down, Turn it on. So. Sit down and watch this, you <laughs> bastard." Yeah, yeah, it's it's just great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, there was so many, there was, I mean, Streethawk, Airwolf, loads of others in the A-team I could have put in, but no, out of mm-hmm. all ladies kind of action issues, that's the one that always sticks in my mind. Yes. Have you seen the trailer for the film? I have, and my immediate thought was, eh. <laughs> it's, oh, oh, oh. If it was If it wasn't called Equalizer, I'd think, okay, this could be quite good, but... But, yes... And it doesn't have the music. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a bit worried about it. To be yeah. honest, I don't think I'm going to bother. I may catch it on DVD when it when yeah. it suits me, but apart from that, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, it's just I'm just so I just looked and thought, yeah. what? Oh God! Anyway, uh, and Keith Zarabajko's not in it as a, in a cameo, yeah. so sodges. Not bothered. Uh, yeah, who I was finding out has actually voiced a few characters in some of my favourite games. He's he's been about like, uh, he's been around for years. I, I remember him yeah. in uh, Golden Years as well. Uh, yeah, I think I did post on Facebook about finding out. Oh, he he played Stingy in one of the Mass Effect games or something. And I compl- like, I, I I when I was watching Angel, I did not put two and two together that he was Holst. And now when I look back on that, and I just suddenly realised. What a mug I was. How <laughs> could I not have realised? Anyway, crazy, crazy. Who's done? Is, okay. right. Your turn. My turn, is it? Okay, uh, next one. Um, speaking of ITC, um, I've got two ITCs. Okay. Uh, one for the theme, one for the theme in the titles. The one for the theme in the titles is Land on Hopkirk Deceased. Mm. Um... Basically, it's another one of these. One where I've kind of forgotten about. It's it's another one of these where the titles kind of tell you the story and bring you into it. Yeah. Um, and kind of concentrates the storyline of what will be is the first episode, so you kind of know that yeah, partner's dead, blah blah blah. Um, and I'm talking about the sort of the the, the template ones. There is, of course, two separate versions of the titles. 
I'm not that familiar with the only United titles, which is him talking to uh, Randall besides Gravestone. Um, I've only seen them once, and I'm more familiar with the sort of template of him handing the ball in. Yeah. The the London map and stuff, and it's just it's just really atmospheric and works, and it's orange on white, and it's just it just works. And then on top of that, you've got Edwin and Edwin Astley. Thank you. Uh, the theme, and it's just it just works. It's perfection again. It just yeah. is just. A piece of it's a piece of art in itself. You could watch that without the episode. They should just, just release wow. an ITC DVD of just all the title sequences <laughs> you ever did. I sit and there was there was so many. I mean, the Baron is great as well. And um, actually, I'll, I'll I'll try and remember those couple of YouTube channels of all the compilation videos of titles, and we put a link to them in the the show notes. But I mean, the, the music at that. I mean, that was when they actually did compose full length pieces of theme music. Yeah. For full orchestra for the series, I mean, as I say, you've got the band, you've got the champions. It's just yeah. a wonderful piece of music, and by Tony Hatch, um, you've got that's which showed up in one of the Japanese comedy things I was watching recently. Just yeah. about it, it's, oh, there's someone pissing in the background. <laughs> and there was there was so much. I mean, again, ITC is Jerry Anderson as well. Yeah, a, a synonymous. Um, I've just realised that actually I said I've got two. I've actually got three. Damn. Um, so yeah, ITC, that's kind of my era for yeah. classic television titles. Um, and yeah, and I'm going to cheat here and give a nominal mention to the Randall Hopkirk deceased uh, update revamp yeah. from the 90s. What was it? The early 2000s. Early 2000s, actually. Vic and Bob version, yeah. anyway. Which has the possibly, hands down, one of my favourite. TV theme tunes ever done by David Arnold. The David Arnold one, yeah. It's just, it's just a lot. I keep meaning to rewatch it because I've got full the DVDs. Orchestra, um, just a, just a, such a, an atmospheric piece of music. Um, you wouldn't instantly sort of associate it with the, the sort of detective ghost thing, but yeah. it's just a wonderful theme. Anyway, yeah, nominal mention of David Arnold's. Genie, can you just give her, give her a mention? Randall yeah. Hopkirk, does he? Amelia Fox. Genie, yes. Or Annette Andre in the original. There yeah, is no, has to be Annette. Oh, right, well, you were talking about Annette. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do apologise. Okay, yeah, fine. So, so you would call it Random Hulk, Dece- Hulk Deceased and Genie? I would just call it Genie. Okay, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. And now, because you're saying Genie, I've got another opening title. Oh, you're thinking of I Dream there. of Genie now. Yeah. Ah! Bewitched. Except, except, well, except with some other podcast uh, lyrics to it. I've just got a Falco track. And baked potatoes. <laughs> and baked potatoes. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, right, sorry, okay. folks, I'm confused as well. Never mind. Next one is... Uh, there's an old joke going about. What would Batman's mum say when she was calling him oh. for his death? I don't know. And the answer to that is she wouldn't say anything. Because she's fucking dead. That is why, that is why Batman is Batman. That joke does not work. My parents are dead. Think about it, for God's sake. It's a joke on that. Anyway, that's mine. I I have heard that joke as well, similar, and I did the the normal response, but the one I've heard is, she's fucking dead, don't rub it in! (laughs) 
Yeah, so no Batman. <laughs> Batman. Batman was another one in my mind, but just fell short of the list. Oh, God. Oh, my. Oh, you Anything more to say to that? Or was it just an excuse to get that joke out? No, no, it was just dinner. It was just, yeah, it was, it was one of the, again, one of the first ones that again, in my head. Again, yeah. one of the simplest. Yeah, uh, absolute yeah. simplest then, 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 then Batman. And again, like, until, you know until the, uh, the Danny Elfman stuff came up in the Batman movies. That was the theme it was yes. sort of when you said Batman. Yeah, yeah. Look at what Prince did. Yeah. Prince yeah. was was told, okay, you can do a song for for the Batman movie. What does he do? An interpretation of the Batman theme from the yeah, TV yeah, series. Yeah. Oh god. And again, not quite adverts, but the scene vape bits in Batman with the spinning bits. Yes. There's a video game called Swords and Soldiers which made me burst out laughing to everyone's consternation when I first played it because the transition between the map and the actual level is that. Yes. See, that's another thing. You don't get transitions in television now either. You know, you had that in the sort of the spiral in Batman. You had the. The, the, the spiral man, Van Funkel spiral, which is basically somebody on a on a turntable in the middle of Los Angeles, yeah. in the middle of Las Vegas. That's how they did that. Just did it on a on a slow shutter speed and just we really good. Um, but yeah, you don't. You, yeah. Oh God, so much loss. Well, speaking of turntables, <laughs> my number five. Yes. Right, start the turntable. Love. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my number four is uh, Series 1, Space 1999. Again, just another Jerry Anson one, another one that just, the first note, it's just a, yes, here we fucking go. Yes. And again, another one that has the whole, this is what's going to happen in this episode. And then even has a nice brief uh, Recap. recap of what happened in the first episode. And last, no, uh, Tuesday night, I meant to just watch the opening titles to mind myself. Ended up watching the whole of Breakaway again oh. for about the hundredth time because it's still an amazing episode. The most fascinating point of um, The Space Night, and I don't know if it's the same with every episode, but um, the most fascinating thing that I've only just recently found out was is that most of the clips for, from the, this episode... Yeah. Is actually Bebo footage and isn't ah, in the right. episodes itself. Oh, you look at if you slow down. Um, I think it's certainly in the case with most of the clips from Breakaway, because obviously Breakaway yeah. has got so much more extra material because it originally banned for ninety minutes. Um, but yeah, most of the clips in the, this episode for Breakaway yeah. certainly is oh, clips absolutely. are clips that yeah. you've never seen the episode. It's yeah. either alternate takes. Or different angles or whatever, and you just I never, oh, I've, and I've seen I another realized example a bit like that regarding alternate takes. Uh, uh, watched the movie The Heat the other week. Mm-hmm. I noticed that the trailer, at least three of the scenes in the trailer, use alternate takes to what are actually in the movie. Mm-hmm. So even if you think you know exactly what's about to happen in this bit, it's just a, a slightly different line With you. or a slightly different action. Got you. And it wasn't um, until I rewatched the trailer that I actually noticed it. What's well, like um, I thought it was the the trailer for Empire Strikes Back has got a couple of bits in it that's not. Yes, yeah, but they, that was yeah. yeah that was on the TV tropes page I ended up on for some time. <laughs> you thought you were saying that the Space Night in Ninety Nine basically lied. 
No. This, uh, in this no, episode. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. In this no, no, episode. No, 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 no. Mis misrepresented. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. You could argue that because you because you've seen it at the start, it is in this episode. Yeah. But it's not in the episode later on. But because you've actually seen it in the first place, it is in the episode. And also, so, the moon didn't actually fall out of orbit. <laughs> September 30th, 1999, yeah. so yeah, they yeah. lied again. They're liars. <laughs> liars. I don't care to die. What, what damn yeah. shit series that is? Oh, no, I, I, feel, I feel betrayed now. I mean, two, 2001. But, yeah, but, 2001. but some, of other episodes, some, yeah. of the, some of the other episodes. I mean, again, that, that's, what, that's why I like a lot of uh, Space 1999 series 1. Because it is trying to be 2001. Mm. And that appeals to me. Yeah, and just it's not being monster of the week, which is what yeah, season two turned into. Yeah. yeah, much as I like aspects of season two, um, it is just too too Americanized. Yeah, I got um, two or three episodes into it before I realised. Wait a minute, is it Barry Barry Norris? Barry Morris. Barry Morris. Yeah. Professor Bergman. He's gone, and that yeah. that explains. So, so it. Paul. Wait, wait. That so, yeah, so Paul. And yeah, so is uh -huh. Cano. It's yeah. it's like a it is literally. Yeah. A completely different series. And I forget even, that. even even Helena and Koenig are not the characters that they are yeah. in season one. Do I need to get that picture of Martin Lando out again from the annual? Where he's grinning like a fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> what, even worse than Meteor? <laughs> well, no, no, Meteor he just loses his shit. No, there's a picture on the Space 1999 annuals where uh, Martin Lando's just looking at the camera basically going, Oh dear. I mean, I, I, the, there are aspects of season two I like, but it's kind of, it's, it is just... I have to admit, I do quite like the titles and music. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. a patch on the original, but they're still pretty but damn good. It is a completely different yeah. beast to season one. It and really I was is. watching, uh, again, slight tangent. I, I do have I a good... I found on YouTube uh, an eight-minute video of a guy looking at the, the original 44-inch Eagle Transporter model. Because it got put in a, a museum or display somewhere, so it's still in really good condition. And he shows how all certain bits detached so they could show damaged eagles and stuff. I, I will find it for you cool, later. Cool. But yeah, it's um, the, the original 44-inch prop. And even has all the attachments for where they put the, like the gas canisters in to blow the moon dust off the surface when they landed. And it is, it, it is just pure special effects model work porn. Squeeze, and I squeeze, love it. squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Yeah, um, the egos are still are still my favorite design of any spaceship ever. What was the name of the metamorph? What was her name? Maya. 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 Yeah. Catherine, uh, Sh Catherine Shell. Yeah, I was at the soft spot a bit far out, which I thought was slightly wrong. Was no, like, no, absolutely not. Like, no, 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 no. She was one of my first television crushes as a kid. No, I but no, but there's this unfortunate side effect that now when I'm looking at women, I'm thinking, where's your sideburns? <laughs> <laughs> so, Which disappeared halfway through. Yeah, I haven't, well, I haven't got she, that far. She, <laughs> got that far yet. she she did, she loses the sideburns in like episode nine, I think, uh, about, yeah. and it was purely because they were they were spending too much time doing the makeup. They thought, oh, stuff this for a kid, but let's yeah. just. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm surprised they didn't grow up even more confusing than actually I am because I mean the bod as well. I mean bod were he was. He was a bloke, but he, 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 he was, was, he was a bloke. <laughs> but, but, but he had a dress on. It was like a triangular yellow dress. What's the score there? Between him and Maya, I was like, jeez. You're screwed, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. it. 
Um, and I'm just continuing this conversation <laughs> okay. about Space 1999 because my number four is Space, Space 1999. Um, yeah, uh, just wonderful titles. And again, just... it's the, the dramatic fanfare at the start, which yeah. I've heard used in a few inappropriate places, which is always amusing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get it's oh. and just the eagle synchronized with the twirly bit in the music. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah. if, if you look on the internet, there's a rather good mashup of the Space Nineteen Nineteen where I think it's a Destiny's Child track, and it's just it's really really good. I've just realised this is number three, not number four. But number oh, um, oh, we'll just switch them out. That's right. Um, <laughs> no, so the, no, 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 Yeah, just just. Again, just perfect titles. Throws you in to this show, explains where they are at this point, you know, moons. No matter how scientifically yeah. bollocks it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they're all trying to get back to Earth. What kind of state is the Earth when the moon's got? And then there's that theme. Yeah. The wah guitar, the percussion, the full, well, not even a full orchestra. It was usually like a sort of 10 or 12 piece orchestra that Barney Gray worked with. And uh, it's just, Oh, just fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> and the effects at that time, I mean, even to this day. I watched Fade Away a couple of days ago and it hasn't, the day, still looks hasn't lost anything. It's, yeah. just, it's still just. Well, you let me do you let me do the Blu rays and yeah. I sat and watched five or six episodes and then I gave you them back. And then bought it. And then bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. I, waited, I waited a few months, but then yeah. when when I when I actually bought them myself, I watched the first six and thought, "These are no Of course, I've just watched them. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. It's, really it's a set I'm going to pick up at some point because yeah. there's certain episodes like the the one with uh, Ian McShane. Oh yeah, yeah. Of like and uh, the troubled spirit. And just, yeah. That is that is my favorite. Yes. One of my favorite openings of Sapphire episode. Just. Uh, is it Big Jim, someone or something, just on the sitar? Yes, yeah. And just go going through the, the camera viewpoint through the moon base. Yeah. And just when the music hits the climax, you see the the guys looking like they've been possessed in the one room. And then the big fan player kicks in and it's like right into the episode. Like, fuck, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um... Is it that or is it UFO that um, is it Alf Roberts is in? From Neighbours? Uh, UFO. Very briefly, UFO. 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 I thought it was UFO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Again, the UFO opening titles could have easily ended up in my yeah. top ten because the use of that theme made me laugh during a French podcast recently. Uh, and, and and again, the end credits from UFO yes. as well. I really well, when, we, when we have a little discussion closing, that's yeah. one of the ones I've noted down. Again, really atmospheric and kind of you you kind of had all this action adventure and then. And you're just thinking, oh, that's great, we've beaten the aliens again. Yeah. And you've got the end credits where you've got Aye, Earth, have a right. <laughs> Earth yeah. Moon, and then Somewhere the alien planet comes into, and you're just thinking, they're always there in the background. You're just thinking, next week then! <laughs> it's just, oh, uh, uh, see, thought, love, yeah. attention, affection. It's not so much that. Yeah. This, it's, I, I mean, there was just as much television made then. It has to be said. Yeah. But now, it, television seems to be kind of more 
a string of sausages and everything's kind of the same. And it's I mean, what, kind of just what are the American way of looking at it? Yeah, American, yeah I mean, this, this is the thing. Uh, what, what I've heard a lot of it is it's they're basically trying to fit as much actual program mm. in the thing as possible yeah. with the like restrictions of a certain amount of ad breaks. There's, there, there's also, so, I was going to say, there's also less yeah. time. So, coverage. about the first thing that goes is an opening title sequence. Yeah. I mean, they're just trying to act like, like watches. I mean, the Swiss, the Swiss way of making a watch would be to sit there for hours and hours and hours and make a watch. The Americans make it as fast as they can so that they can make a hundred mm, in the time yeah. that the Swiss make one watch. And if two of those hundred sell, they've made their money. Yeah. Yep. It's called, it's capital, same, it's it's called capitalism, it's the, same, it's the same with programs. It's like, they, 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 they put all these programs out and some of them get pilots, some of them get one season, some of them get two seasons, some of them get changed about, some mm. of the actors get changed, but... It's all, it's all about just trying to maximise it's, it's all a numbers game it's, it, it really is, is all a numbers it's not it's not so much an art form now it's it's more heavily business like mm. oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it really is a, and it is a numbers game but, if you don't grab your audience and you don't get your Nielsen ratings or whatever then you're stuffed mm. and we're not talking Leslie no um, well we don't have Nielsen ratings over here but um, that's that's the thing it's still the same sort of Thing. If you don't get good feedback, then you're dead. Mm. If you don't grab the audience running, and the audience nowadays, and I'm, I'm not kind of, I'm trying not to pigeonhole everyone by saying this, but the, the, the audience nowadays seems to have a very low and very short attention span. So if you go, well, I think I actually think it's the TV executives seem to think. Yes, yeah, no, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't well, want to pigeonhole yeah. the audience right. by saying yeah. this. It's it's the, what the TV executives they, seem, to they think. seem to think. But then the, the thing is, the the TV executives are, are trying to kind of go for the lowest common denominator so that they can kind of appeal to the biggest proportion of yeah. audience. If you go for that, like the lowest level, then the high level will kind of come along with yeah. it. If you go and go for the high level, then you're not going to get the low level and you're going to miss out on half of your audience. We see that in speech. Which yeah. is bollocks. Which is why things like... I, I love the fact there's things like HBO and yeah. YouTube and lots of other avenues mm. now where people get a chance to experiment a little. I mean, uh, the latest one, the TV version of Fargo, mm-hmm. uh, it's been an amazing... I've watched eight episodes so far. It's all one big ongoing storyline that if it had been on a regular, just an everyday TV channel, mm-hmm. you think, oh, they, they wouldn't even commission this. Yeah. But because it's on FX, okay, one of the smaller channels, it's only a 10 episode run, it's just been allowed to the go. It's just been a yeah. wonderful thing yeah. to watch. You mentioned HBO. Um, to last week tonight, John Oliver's new show. John oh. Oliver? I know, I know he is mm-hmm. a, the uh, uh, Daily, Daily Show guy. Daily Show, yeah. yeah. yeah well, he's got his own show now on HBO. Oh, no. I I think a couple of people on Twitter have recommended him because they seemingly went off and did a, a bit of a rant about FIFA and the World Cup. They did. It's highly yeah. amusing. Yeah, and they also got, like said, Fred in the studio <laughs> last week. No, it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, he's... He is, but he's British, isn't he? Yeah, but it's like, the way. Yeah, yeah but he's he's English, but it's the way uh, he seems to be. He's obviously lived in America. And he knows America. Yeah, he knows yeah. American politics. He, ca- he kind of plays himself as a fish out of water, but he, doesn't he? Like, he somehow the Americans allow him to talk down to them. 
Yeah. Because, but maybe because it's of that. Because, because they want to. Because, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. No, but it's like. But, uh, it's a bit they little, know their place. It's a bit yeah. like Craig Ferguson. Yes. He yeah. can get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because, because, because us British swear, yeah. swear and say yeah. things so much better when we <laughs> piss on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's been really good. Yeah. It's, been, it's only, it's only one, once a week, yeah. uh, half yeah. an hour, but it's. it's but I mean, that. that it's not like the Daily Show. It's not obvious. I think it's Family Guy. Where um, somebody asked Stewie why why he's got the accent, he goes, "Well, you you accept him, you accept it much more to get pissed on when you're done in a British accent." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true, it's weird, but yes. Anyway, so uh, your number three, my yeah. number three. Your um, number three. Since we since we mentioned a few minutes ago talking about end credits, yeah. I'll get the Incredible Hulk end theme in. Okay. Yes. Uh, which is called, what was it, The Lone, the lone Man? Yeah, uh, the uh, um, the Lonely Man. The Lonely Man or a Man Alone. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I usually call it The Lonely Man because if you call it A Man Alone, you get confused with the Callum yeah. theme because the Callum theme's called A Man Alone. Yeah. But, uh, it's probably not familiar to a lot of folk, but Me and my cousin, I think, could both play it on the piano at one point. Just brilliant. Yeah. Um, and again, <laughs> it's another one I really like the opening titles for that yes. as well. Just the digga 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 Sorry, oh, uh, we'll get we'll get back on track now. <laughs> <laughs> Nose of the limestone. Oh no! Okay, stop it. Hawk to basics. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, again, yeah. Uh, just again, I even no, I've seen one episode of the season like the last twenty years, maybe, but still. Just instantly remember the theme. Yeah. The end mm-hmm. music. Probably from yeah. the Jeff Love and his orchestra, Super Heat, uh, Superman and No, actually, heat. just. <laughs> I don't actually have that one. Got, oh, right, okay. I've got, um, got the other two, but not that one. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah. Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And, and, and again, I, th- I think me and my cousin always used to kind of use it as kind of the, the default music for something sad's happened. Yeah. We'd just start singing. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> like the world's smallest violin, but we would do. Just for the way yeah, but we'd be oh. doing the Hulk thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I nothing to do with this, but it just reminds me of uh, the, the wrestling. As soon as the wrestling was finished on ITV, uh, one of one of the three of our three brothers, one of us would grab the uh, poofy and put it up our jumper and be yeah. <laughs> our big daddy oh, yeah. the house. <laughs> The hell with the house is like big daddy. You didn't dare call him Shelley. Anyway, Shelley, yeah, Shelley Crafty. So excellent. So yeah, um, anyway, yeah, Gordon. Yeah, my number three, and uh, again, this is another one that has a little stinger at the start, as a scene from the episode, and then has the titles, and I'd actually kind of forgot about it. Uh, the original Tomorrow People. Aye. Which is one of the simplest, in fact, definitely the simplest title sequence in this whole list. It is literally just a bunch of still photographs 
be yeah. zoomed in on. Mm-hmm. But combined with the, the Dudley Simpson music and just the randomness of some of the images. Yes, a flower opening, a hand opening, um, a series of hexagons. Yeah, uh, fetus, some, people some in... Pi- some piping on a construction yeah. site. Yeah, with people, um, shadow would be people in the distance standing yes. behind them. Um, never yes. see it. Oh, crazy. Oh, never well, see it. Well, yeah. Another one. Oh, boy. Um, see you when I work, lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the, the, title, <laughs> the title sequence isn't even in the first episode. Uh, no, because no. it's the, the, the sequence yeah. is, is Stephen breaking out. Yeah, it's um, um, the whole that, speech about matching yeah. your mind as a fist and yes. letting it open. It's, uh, and then episode two, it's got the animation and all the photos and stuff. Yeah. And another thing I like was the fact kind of stayed the same but didn't quite because when they changed the cast members they just they changed the photos of the cast members and John's photo wasn't always the same yeah. either. as he aged for the series they changed the photos yeah, yeah great and I mean I, just, I love the music yeah even, just, even, even in isolation without the title the music to more, to more people still sends a shiver down my spine yeah I mean that's my my major this appointment with the the new year well both reboots of it is the fact neither of them had a decent team tune yeah. and neither of them have had decent titles. Yeah. In fact, the US one that just got cancelled basically has the logo. No titles. Yeah. That's it. Yes, just been cancelled. Yeah. So it just got one series. Yeah. That's it, yeah. One season. Sadly, yeah. sadly. But there you go, there, there, yeah. there again is an example of sort of something that tries to do something different, tries to be a little bit clever and the executives just don't get it and because they didn't get the figures fine we're not going to give you a chance to yeah. try and build an audience I think it was a case of the other choice of renewing it or yeah, the 100s I think the 100s and the 100s and the 100s got, got the audience I've never seen it so no I've never seen it, it never so. heard of it yeah. but apparently got the audience because yeah. the, the, the teenagers kind of empathised with it more and even that didn't get that much of an audience yeah. so God knows what it, it was nice to see Nicholas Young show up in a couple of episodes yes. though uh, 9 and 10 or yeah. 10 11 I think but I'm still catching up on it. But yes, okay. My number three. Oh, God. This is a toughie. It's another ITC one. It's another nostalgic one. Um, it's clever titles. Very little to do with the series. And it's got a theme tune that you don't associate with this series, but I think is a bloody great theme tune. And it is Return of the Saint. Okay. Um, I was about to say man in a suitcase for a second. No, no, no. Just no, no. because that theme's more associated with, with TFI Friday. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's another one of these ITC ones, but it's a later ITC. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's a different thing. It's not setting up the series because the Saint had been around and yeah. everyone kind of knew the Saint. And it's just clever titles where you've got the stick man being incorporated, animated into live action. Yeah. And um, it just works and it's brilliant. And then on top of that, you have got possibly the best ever theme tune of the 70s in Return of the Saint. And I'm not talking all of it on case. Sorry, I just, I just love the Return of yeah. the, the, the Saint theme. Return of the theme song. Um, and it's, yeah, it just I remember Wellis singing it in the car at 3 o'clock in the morning on the way to and from Covenant. Including the middleweight section, yes. which no, nobody else knew apart from me and Mark. Yeah. Uh, and everyone sort of staring at us going, what the f- Hey, what's that from? Ah, uh, the single version. It's extended. Um, but yeah, great fun. 
I had the toy car yeah. at one point. I had the toy car. It was the classic <laughs> one that kind of had a bump and go motion of some sort. <coughs> oh, you had the remote control. Oh, you had the remote control. The, yeah. the click at the the, the clicky yes, one. Yes, yeah. yes. Complete with a sticker, I, the stick man on the front, so everyone would know. They'll know exactly who he was. Yes. Car. <laughs> it's a bit like a bit like Puddy in the New Avengers with a with the name on her helmet. Yeah. Bloody weird. Um. Yes. Secret agents. My name's Puddy. Um. Yeah. yeah Puddy. Just. So I'm immediately start humming the new Avengers theme. She just yeah, and it was it was my first probably exposure to the scene as well. I I wasn't familiar with Roger Moore. So Ian Ogilvy to me, Ian to me is Simon Temple, not Roger Moore. I mean, apart from the sci-fi stuff, I think Return the Saint was probably the first ITC series I saw properly. Sunday night, Apart 19, from kind of all the Sunday night, nineteen seventy-eight, loved it. Um, that was my little tweet at the end of the weekend. If I've done my homework, you can watch Return of the Saint. Now you've done your homework. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just yeah, great. Loved Return of the Saint. Loved the theme, and the titles are just not perfect for the series. They're not that well executed, but they're clever and they are kind of just um, yeah, imaginative. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just really good. Loved it. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. You're number two. Number two. Number two. Uh, the flumps. <laughs> <laughs> when you mentioned Bond, that went into my head. I was thinking, oh, I wish I'd said the flumps. Well, can you confirm to me how many episodes were there? Six. Of what? Of the flumps. There's no. only six. Episodes. No, there were thirteen. 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 I have the DVD. Okay. okay I will okay. count them. I'm not arguing. There were 12 or 13. You see, we, um, you see me, and some, me and someone at Oxfam had the same discussion. Because uh, I thought there was only six. I thought there was only six. I thought there was only six as well. <coughs> okay. But anyway, I love yeah. that because of the, uh, the, the, tuba. the tuba. Yes. And the tuba starts good, but then if you listen to the whole song, it wanders all over the place. <laughs> it goes everywhere, that tuba. <laughs> There's, it's it's mad. There's a game called uh, There's a game called Isle Mio on Xbox Live Arcade that uh, has tuba bits in some parts of the soundtrack and it immediately makes me think of the flumps. Uh, you know, like you're unlocking the tuba or something and these the two little characters popping in the corners one with the tuba, one with the trumpet, and it's just kind of And you're suddenly thinking now, which one's Posey and which one's Poodle? Yeah. <laughs> and Perkin. Yep. See Poodle in the rocket ship is the one I always remember. Yes. <laughs> I've actually synced that to uh, the, the first 20 minutes of I always, Space. Yeah. The episode, <laughs> the episode I always remember is the one where Poodle is thinking cap. Oh, yeah, he, sorry, he yeah, puts the memory under the cap. Uh, but I always thought it was just six. No. Because there's the one with the cap, there's the one with the balloon, <coughs> there's the one with the spoon, there's one with the kettle. Um, I can't remember the other two. Yeah, I can I'm guarantee you there are 13. Okay. I don't know Fair much, enough. but yeah. I know... Because I... <laughs> <laughs> Because I did notice yeah. this when checking a few old kids TV stuff recently to show uh, people in America. I was making a post about five kids TV shows you Americans probably never heard of. Okay. And I, may I was checking wrong, quite I'm, a lot of them I with may be wrong, episodes. but I'm sticking my answer of six. No, oh, well, definitely not. Well, we will okay. check later and I will... If we will check IMDB, yes, and there'll be an edit on the end of this and say, saying, just to tell yeah. you that Arthur broke his upper arm. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Flumps. Totally flumps. Yeah, because yeah, now I was looking up stuff like maybe Mungo and Midge and 
Because I thought all my metal phrases are not ahead of this one. So it was that Finger Bobs paper play, which I found a whole episode of on YouTube, and immediately the theme tune got stuck in my head for the rest of the week. I can't remember the theme tune. Oh, yes, I do remember the Yes. It's like a it's a wee march, and then you've got it's in bits and it kind of come in. And you run around in Jatanui. And we discovered that yeah, we discovered that Leslie Crowther presenting Jatanui, not Jatanui. Leslie Crowther presenting run around at one point, which I'd never known. Because I'd always thought it'd gone, might be in Stan Boardman. I can't remember Stan Boardman. But no, it went... At all. It went Mike Reed, he took a year off. And in that year, Leslie Crowder and Stan Boardman both did it. See, I cannot remember Stan... I, I just remember... I must have blocked Stan Boardman and Leslie yeah. Crowder out my out <laughs> my memory. So I can only remember Mike Reed ever doing... Well, there are clips on YouTube, so I can prove it. Wow. Okay. And it's not CGI. <laughs> it's not a fake Leslie CGI Crowder. CGI Crowder. Yeah. Unlike the... Was it the third, the third Dalek movie? Have you seen that? No. The, the trailer for the Thumbalic oh, movie. Oh, might have actually. The chase. Mm. Oh, th- oh Doc, Doctor and the Exterminators, I think it was, is it called or something? I, th- I don't yeah. know, but it says it's based on the chase. Yeah, I think I saw it a while back. It's just a total piss take. Aye, it was a few years ago, yeah. I think. Uh, it was, it was, so. it was discovered in somebody's shed, and <laughs> yeah. all, all they, all they managed to, tra- to trail out up was this trailer for this, <laughs> this new movie that they'd made. I thought Peter Cushing. I did see it. Movie. I did see it years ago. Anyway, so yeah. uh, my number two, as we already mentioned, was Thunderbirds. So we Thunderbirds we covered that. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's mainly the bit at the start, the countdown, and the the suspense theme with the clips, yeah. rather than the actual prop of it with the theme and showing you everything. Yeah, it's just that countdown just makes me want to go. Yeah. All is well in the world. Thunderbirds is on. Let's move the Empire State Building. That's a good idea. <laughs> God, the Empire State Building again. Yeah. Yeah. Statue of Liberty. Empire State Building. Yeah. Um, yeah um, and it's and it's one of the, the one aspect that did carry carry over to the the movie as well because yeah. the movie starts with the, the titles doing the yeah. countdown. Unfortunately, it's never was I so disappointed after an excellent trailer. The trailer with song two on it, and I thought, oh, oh this is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Eh. I, I, I still it's love right. it. I still love it. It's film. all right. I'm sorry. It, it, it is too... Bill Paxton at least survives. It is makes too, a nice it, change. It is to our generation what Thunderbirds was to ours, I think. To the coming generation to what Thunderbirds was to us, maybe. I'm looking on it in older eyes and just sort okay. of getting nostalgic and thinking, okay, this is a nice kind of tie. It doesn't I, I might have work. to rewatch it at some point. I like I, it. I haven't seen it since it was released. So ah, I haven't okay. seen it either at all. <gasps> but yes. Uh, anyway, wait. Uh, yeah, Wait, number one now. No, I'm just. Oh, sorry, I'm number two. Number two. Number two. You are number two. Are you anonymous? Um, <laughs> wow. See, this is a talk. My number one is kind of a mix of opening and closing credits, so um, I'll leave that. But uh, my number two is Quantum Leap. Oh. Um, Any season in particular, or just all of them? Because I know they did change it in season. They changed the theme for the last season. Mike Post made it a bit more jaunty, yeah. and all cheerful, cheerful and all that, and it's shite. 
Um, I can't stand the re- the redo of of the theme for season five because it. To the MP3 player. It's 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 more jaunty and kind of more yeah. action adventure, and it just doesn't quite work. Um, but the thing I love about Quantum Leap is that it is your general Colonel Garden montage of clips, but the selection of clips changes with each season, and yeah. as it goes along, you've got more selection of clips. But later on, you've got the series cell, which is again another one of these that you kind of it's a, a, a setting the scene and telling you what's going on, and it's another one of these quotable, you know, it's Dr. Sam Beckett, we've yeah. quantum, leap, quantum Leap Accelerator and Vanished. You know, da, 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 we can move from life to life until one day we will come back and... Hoping we'll uh, we'll next week will be the one that takes the home. Yes. Um, it's just, it's just, it just works. It just kind of gets you into the thing and kind of tells you where it's going and tells you what you can look forward to. And um, I just like it. And I love the, I've, I've always lo- loved the music. Yeah. Um, again, the, the music doesn't necessarily fit the show, but it's just a lovely piece of music. Yeah. Simple as that. Who could ask you? So, Andrew. Number one. You're number one. Number one. Okay. Number one, I will hum. And you must hum along once you get it, but you're not allowed to speak until it comes to the actual show. Until it comes to the actual name of the show. Okay. Okay. Alright, here we go. I've forgotten it already. The champion, no one knows. The time will come when everyone will know the name of champion, the wonder horse. Champion, the wonder horse. Can't remember anything about the program, but it was more or less the first theme tune that popped into my head was Champion the Wonder Horse, so that's my number one. Fair enough. I remember the follow-up, Champion the Tinder Dog Anyone make any, any, any jokes about number one, the Gallop Pool? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was I, off the hoof, that I think you win this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough, yeah. yeah it's it's yes. that... But the thing is, if it's purely from memory and stuff that you kind of remember... Uh-huh. I know, I don't remember the program. Okay, no, you don't remember <laughs> the program. Everyone remembers a theme to a television show, Yeah. right? And probably nothing of Black the television Beauty show. Black came up in Oxfam the other day. Uh, well, no, I was thinking of more, there's a voice that keeps it's on calling me <laughs> down the road. That's where I'll yeah. always be. Every stop I make, I didn't even I like make a show. Friend. But you remember the theme <laughs> yes. tune. That's why the theme tune what? Littlest Hobo. Littlest Hobo. <laughs> no, that was when B Sky B showed it. Crap series, craply made, craply acted, and yet everyone, as soon as you do yeah. the first bars of the theme, will join in. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, Littlest Hobo. Yeah, the, the last bit of that I saw was a clip of Michael Hogan in it from Battlestar Galactica. Dear me. I remember an episode where Barry Morris is in it as a tramp. <laughs> um, and it's about the one episode where the actors are actually any good. Sorry. <laughs> most, most of them are kind of just basically winging it. And that includes the dog. Um, but yeah. But yeah. No, Champion the Wonder Horse. But it's, yeah. it's weird. Champion the Wonder Horse. Most of your animal programs 
will have kind of like sort of sentimental songs. Skippy, Skippy, the bush kind of movie. I knew we went for that. I knew we went for that, but then there was an Australian connotation which we don't really want to get into. Yes. And also there's the flipper, flipper. Yes. Fair enough. Gordon, so, uh, you're your kangaroos down. Gordon, you're <laughs> not. <laughs> don't like it. You're number one. They don't uh, like it. I'm <laughs> 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 nearly said that. <laughs> Again, that's a title that could have easily ended up the the old dad's army one. Yes. He's... Again, so. But I think I kind of tended to avoid sitcoms for some reason because I just. I never thought as I, I never yeah. thought of sitcoms because you don't really. Associate themes with sitcoms. Well, he said that when I think Blackadder 2 with a different song at the end of each episode and things. But uh, yes, my number one, as mentioned earlier, is the Tom Baker Time Tunnel Doctor Who theme. Just many, many reasons. It's the titles I grew up watching as a kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't matter what anyone attempts to do, no one has ever bettered that Doctor Who title sequence. Uh, watching it as a kid, you just wondered, how did they do that? Mm-hmm. And then when you find out how they did it, you think, bloody hell. Yeah. Uh, it was literally a form of stop motion, stop single frame animation. And you think, whoa. And even even now, having seen just every little image, I can spot when certain things are happening in title sequence, but it doesn't lower my appreciation mm-hmm. of it one single bit. And plus, it's got the the second version, the Derbyshire's, Delia Derbyshire's mm-hmm. version of the theme, with the added reverb mm-hmm. and the spangly noises. And, yeah, and just when when that music kicks in, it's the just the best thing ever. Especially when it's in combination with those titles. I mean, any kind of one with that version of the theme tune just entertains me. But I think, I think, to be, I think to be honest, we'd probably have selected the any set of the Doctor Who titles for nostalgia. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> um, <laughs> But but the the yeah, thing is, I mean, I think it's I a program that we yeah. all love. I can easily, I can, so we kind of have an yeah. affection for the I mean, title I can easily anyway. see someone picking like like kind of any of the other classic versions, really, depending on when they grew up. Because <clears throat> yeah. uh, again, one of the, the other volunteers, an Ox fan, he mostly grew up watching Peter Davison. Oh, he, he got so a few, staff, so yeah. He got some Tom Baker, yeah. but it was the late Tom Baker. So I think it was the Starfield title sequence. He yeah, kind of yeah. grew up watching. Yeah. But uh, for me, it was the the time tone. Just no other, no other title sequence of anything has just mm-hmm. ever beaten just how that looks. Apart from that one episode out in space where they try changing the colours and it just looks weird. Episode one where it's pink. Yeah, it's kind of yellowy or yellowy. Oh, well, that's kind it's of weird. Probably more. But yeah, it just. But, but but that moment when you forget about that and think there's something wrong with your DVD player <laughs> or something, that I, then you suddenly, about a few minutes in, you remember, oh, wait a minute, oh, yes, they, did, yeah. they were trying that, weren't they? Because yes. uh, I, I, I think I've had to explain to one or two people online that, no, it's meant to look like yeah. that. It's not your problem. But, uh, yeah, it's just the perfect title sequence. 
Bob Shows Bob. you TARDIS Doctor logo. Best Doctor logo as well. There was a John, was a John Pertwee, I think it was a seven, six or seven parter, where they did the, they did the opening credits, then they did a, a, a minute or a few seconds, and then they came out with a sting of the opening credits yeah. again. Um, um, a bus's death. That was yeah. it. That yeah. was it. They, they and, mucked and about with it a few times during yeah. the his during his first season. Because Inferno does it a bit as well. Inferno does uh, it because uh, you've got the, it cuts into the volcano with yeah. The, yeah. For the episode title. But Ambassador's Death was the one that actually yeah, had the, the sting of the theme tune. Yeah. Just starts, when you finish, you think, oh. Then you get the recap yeah. from the previous uh-huh. episode, and then it comes in. Yeah. 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 That was a bit bizarre. Because, yeah, because um, you did forget the Ted Planet, there was a slight difference. Um, yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's kind of like a ticket tape. Was the War Machines different as well, or am I missing it? War Machines, it's different, yeah. War Machines, it's one yeah. comes up as yeah. different screenplays, and you kind of you tend to you tend to forget they did like mess about a bit at times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, when you and, watch, um, when you rewatch them, and, and war games as well. War games, the 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 when you go into the episode, it's like kind of like battles and explosions for the title yeah. captions for the war games. As and well. that episode of Paradise Towers would use the wrong version of the title sequence. Uh, no, it's episode four of Time in the Man. Was oh, it Time in the Man? Wait, it's right. the silver. It's the silvered fit. They forgot to silver up the face yeah. of sort of sort of. It's the original so, one. So he almost disappears into the entire title. So yeah. it's very odd. Yes, yeah. I'm sure it's Time in the Man episode four, but it's either three or four. But it's definitely Time in the Man. Yeah, because they did actually keep that on the videos. But they yeah. didn't put it on the DVD, which is a bit sad. But they, I would have rather they, they had stuck with the original broadcast yeah. version. But us, earth, us. <laughs> yeah, you can start coughing now. <laughs> okay, my number one, and it's it's obvious, and um, it's not sci-fi related, and it's nostalgic, and it just works so well because it's a different theme for the. Unlike the Incredible Hulk, it's not just a different, a variation on the theme. It's a different theme. It's a completely different theme. Yeah. So it fits with however the episode has gone. Okay. The opening of the the opening theme tune is kind of all action. We're getting into this. Here yeah. we go. The end theme is kind of melancholy. Yeah. So if you've had a sad episode of that, you're not immediately going into. And it's a Sweeney. Absolutely. Now you see, I know the opening music of the Sweeney, but I don't know the closing music. Right. The opening music of the Sweeney is all action. And a theme tune's always got to work if you can put the name of the program yeah, onto the, the theme Sweeney, tune. So, yeah. Sweeney, the Sweeney. <laughs> the end theme tune is melancholy. So if it's been a sad episode, or even if it's been an action, because usually the Sweeney kind of finished on a down note, because yeah. they didn't always win, they didn't always get their way. And the theme tune for the end is... Uh, um, God, I've forgotten it now. <laughs> oh, this. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Um, Maybe. I just while while you're thinking, it just because a minute thinking about end theme tunes. Did I mention the last last the last episode of the Earthshock? Yeah, just saying. That's the even more ridiculous because I, I mentioned you were mentioning Blake Seven, yeah. right? Yeah. The thing that gets me about Blake Seven is right. Spoiler alert is that they didn't do that in the, and because it's season four, yeah, it's that yeah. fucking Ronnie Hazelhurst version of the theme that's yeah. that's underneath the blasters. Yeah. You see, uh, you you talking about how the Sweden does things. 
quite a few of the Japanese anime shows I watch do that. If you've watched any of the Black Lagoons, it's got the completely kick-ass opening title theme. And the end music is this just slow, low, melancholy thing yeah. with the one person walking along the beach. No matter how the episode's ended, so it doesn't matter how the episode's ended, it's always... Yeah. Just fits. But yeah, it's, 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 it is kind of a variation on Danana and Danana and and I'm trying to remember what it yeah. is without kind of, oh, it's... Because again, I think the, the, the two Ghosts in the Shell Sandlin Complex series do that as well. But yeah, kind but of it's, a it's, it's so obviously a different the version of the theme, which is yeah. just great. And also the visuals for the Sweeney is great because it's so simply done. It is just a series of photographs yeah. that kind of tell you sort of chase, 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 capture, chase, guns, Regan, Regan, tough bastard, they've got a boss, this is that. Yeah. And then you've got the episode and then the end of the episode is sort of booking, questioning, going home, off to the pub. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is kind of the sequence of events of sort of the start, you see, I probably, start I, episode I've probably end. seen it. At some point, but just oh. that long ago. Because I think the last time I saw the Sweeney, it was the one of the, the movie ones with Janet Ellis in it, in the hat. Uh, no, it's, that's, it's a TV episode, actually. It is a TV episode. Yeah, yeah. with Janet. Um, the hat comes into one of the movies, though. Right. <laughs> okay. It's very weird, yes. Uh, the German helmet, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, see, I can't even get the yeah. thing. It's that effective. Go, go and look I, it up on Go and look it up. But, uh, yeah, um, the, the end title music is... It's sufficiently different that yeah. you, you would have been brought out of the show yeah. had it used the same end music as and the title music. And again, a bit like UFO as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and Space 1999 yeah. as well. Because Space 1999... Yeah, both seasons, kind of both seasons of Space yeah. 1999, it's, it's kind of... And actually, kind of the opposite way, right? If, if we're going to start talking about a few closing themes that we're like now. Uh, Captain Scarlet is the opposite way around. Yes. It's got the really atmospheric opening theme. It's got Eevee kind of... Yeah. Yeah. And it's and all kind it's, of shadows It's the action-adventure sort of... Yeah. We've had fun! Da, da, yeah. da, 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 for the end, yeah. Somewhere I've got high-res wallpapers of... The, the artworks. The artworks that went behind the titles. <laughs> yes. While we're on Brands, like I just do a quick shout out to the Tem television I did. When I show you the 12 people opening titles, that's actually still on. Is it? I actually mentioning the Thames television logos. Can I do a big shout out to the variation of the Thames television logos that they used for Armchair Thriller? Because for Armchair Thriller, uh, it was shown in the evening, and right. for the Thames Television logo, it was London at night. All right, uh-huh. so oh, it was right. like sort of the, the moon right. instead yeah. of the oh. sun, and right. it was the same yeah. as the normal logos. But it was and again, night, that's, so it was that, that's something, that. something else oh, yeah. I miss is the regional TV logos. Yes, yeah. because going through all the old videos of Runaround and other things, I saw the HTV one as well. There's an old video of on, one. on YouTube that uh, a guy's done. Oh, right, and, okay. Uh, and uh, he was at um, the Missing White in Edinburgh. And yeah. the, the guy's just, he's hes a nut yeah. for logos and stuff. He used to do continued announcing for, yeah. I think it was Time Tees or anything. And it's just brilliant. And um, he 
did a little presentation and sort of explaining what it was. And he goes, and we've got a little compilation now of um, sort of some of them. And it'll be interesting to see which ones, do, do applaud your favourites, but it'll be interesting yeah. to see which ones get. And it was kind of like sort of Ang Lear and... And it goes round twice. It's, it, well, it goes on for. It never ever. went round twice. Goes on for. It goes on forever. <laughs> it was like, it, and then and then it was uh, sort of, uh, and then you had Westward and you had Time yeah. Tees and all that. And Thames came up and everyone. <laughs> LWT. <laughs> it was just great. And I was chatting to him afterwards and he, he was. I was sort of saying, oh, that it was great. Sort of seeing. Uh, whenever I see Thames Television. I always think, here we are now, Markham and Wise. And he goes, oh, I'm, ju I'm, ju I'm just reminded of uh, the Sweetie. And I went, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, of course. And it's just kind of different memories yeah. and different generations from what you watched. Yeah, yeah that's... Rainbow. Nice guy. Yeah. Rainbow. Yes. Rainbow's weird. Rainbow does not the Thames Television logo, though, does it? I think I it did think before. It I, think I it watched before the first it. episode of Rainbow yeah. recently. Uh, doesn't have the It's wrong. Yeah. It's... No, it's got the theme tune, but it's a different opening titles. It's not got Jeffrey. Bungle looks a bit scary. Yes, Bungle's got really oh, big wide yeah. eyes. Yes. Uh, George and Zippy are nowhere to be yeah. seen. It's two other puppets called the uh, Sunshine and Mooney. <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 I was telling oh. someone else about this. He was saying, "No, that that's wrong." Oh. <laughs> saying, "No, I watched it." Can I can I just do one? No, anyway, yeah. anyway. <laughs> so we did mention a few closing titles. Yes. They go. Well, oh, can, can, did GFOs. anyone have bubbling under ones that didn't make the top ten? Yes. One to kind of yes, also yeah. mentions. One. I'm sure, there must be some. One which I wrote down as top ten, and then I actually listened to it and thought, no, I'm only given been top ten for one sound at the end. <laughs> Terminator. Yay! <laughs> so oh, Connor, 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 They got the blood, but then at the end it just goes... <laughs> Fine. Fair enough. And that is the Terminator. But you know straight away... I'll have to be, I'll, I've only ever saw the first six episodes of that. I'll yeah. keep meaning to get back around to watching it. Uh, one one almost made, would have made my list if I uh, forgot about like some was a Wi-Fi or the original 60s one. But... Uh, Oh, there was so many others, just bits and pieces. From the, the goodies almost made it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good. The second goodies were the... Uh, oh, not take a little good at No, this. not that, which was Try really weird the dice. first time I saw it, because I was like, that's the wrong thing. Whereas for me, it's always, goodies, 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 yum, yum. Yes. Yes. Oh dear. <laughs> um, what did I have bubbling under? Uh, Survivors, original, for music and the titles. Now, you see, I'm again, again, the titles. I am convinced I've seen that, but I can't remember the titles. Again, the titles are similar to Blake 7. It's kind of different yeah. images. It's, a guy it's like, I know I've seen Doom then, watch, And then the virus, the virus spread it, spreading from the airport. Yeah. And got, um, it just tells you... It's, it's, it's like Blake 7, it's the episode, yeah. this is what's leading up to this, and this is the point that you're entering the story. Um, it's it's just great, and I love the music, sort of, there isn't actually a, a theme, it's more sort of atmospheric, yeah. sort of jingle Which jungle. Which actually reminds me of uh, Day of the Triffids. Yes. The BBC adaptation had 
barely hear the music and just yeah shots of scared looking my, people. My my other bubbling under was the tripods. Oh yeah. For both theme and and visuals. again opening and closing because it had two different yes themes. Yeah, again, sort of action adventure for the opening and then yeah. sort of atmospheric for the, the end. Yeah. The only other one I didn't, I didn't actually write on the list, but it was very close, was Dallas. Oh, yeah. Dallas, just the funky, is that funky? I've got a slow ska version of that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. There was a German band. Oh, that was Knott's Landing I was doing there. God, blimey. Uh, there was a German band, I can't remember, the Lions Club or something. They did a whole album of ska cover versions oh, yeah. of TV so themes. Lion's the Den or something. Something like that. But the, the Dallas theme is one of them. Yeah. And it's brilliant. <laughs> and also I think the, you gave me a copy of that. Yeah, I going. probably did. Uh, and also remember the Dallas theme, be, uh, them doing it in the, the Young Ones, one episode, Oil. Aha. And also, didn't Kenny ever do a Dallas before? Oh, some yes, point? yes, yeah. yes. Yes. With, with swelling. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yes, yeah, swelling yeah. with the oh, uh, uh, JR. So, yes. I mean, other closing themes again. A lot of animes I watch have some interesting closing themes. Sometimes shamed as Spice and Wolf Seas. One just had a really catchy song called "Whistle Round the World." It was just one of the happiest songs ever, but which was a bit of a dissonance of. Something bad had just happened at the end of the episode, but it was one of those ones every time you would just start singing along with it without even thinking about it. <laughs> uh, another odd one, uh, Lars von Trier's The Kingdom. Now, I don't remember anything about the actual closing titles, apart from the fact what happened was Lars would actually walk in from off camera and talk to you while the credits were going, and then he'd just say, like, bye, and wander off. And every episode that did that, he would just wander on, ramble a bit, and then go off again. And it was just one of the weirdest okay. little things I'd seen, but I just thought, that's really cool. Yeah. Wow. And again, I haven't seen it since its original transmission mm. back in mid-90s or so, I think. It would be about, been. what, 95, 96, yeah. I think, something like that. Because it was, what, late night, BBC Two Friday, yeah. so yeah. I caught what some episodes, it just kind of yeah. weirded me out, I thought. And I, yeah, I like Lars von yeah. his other stuff. And again, we're saying uh, kind of movie openings have kind of died out a bit, but what seems to have become a bit of a thing now is the match of doing proper closing titles. Yeah. And mm. one of the greatest things I've seen in cinema in the last few years was the Iron Man 3 <laughs> closing titles, which were like like the opening titles to the greatest Saturday morning action series that never got made. The ITC series with the big budget. Yeah. <laughs> and again, one one of the few themes I can instantly actually remember and sing along with in cinema in the last few years. Mm. Again, just a great closing to the the whole trilogy. Yeah, but it's 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 odd how you kind of attach music to different things. I mean, like we've sort of seen in the break about sort of how you will attach. Um, the 20th Century Fox fanfare yeah. with Star Wars mm. and that's going to be weird next year that you're yeah. going to kind of go into Star Wars and you're not going to have the dun 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 and that's uh, something that happens with video games you get used to a certain noise coming up with a certain logo 
the wind, the change, either the noise or the logo or both. It's like the kind of dog taking him. What the f- eh? Yeah. It's like there's a certain noise that comes up with the Capcom logo in some games, mm. and you just think, yes, that's what we're looking for. Uh, whereas Konami, I think, changed both their noise. They removed the noise, then they changed the logo, so it's like it's not like the old days. Yeah. If I don't get my fix of at the end of Babylon Five, Babylon Five was about Babylon Productions. I'm too bad. Whatever, massive television distribution. I'd be, I'd be lost. See, one hour. <laughs> See, one that's hour. that's the thing with. I, I'm busy. I was busy going through my six million dollar man's at the moment, and um, the, the, the end, Invaders is a Ben Martin production. Mm. Yeah, at, mm. in color. Yeah. Um, and yeah, at, 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 at the end of the six million dollar man, you've got the Universal logo, oh, yeah, and it's got do 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 do. Yeah. And then between seasons they change it and it's got dun 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 dun. I'm thinking, and I'm singing along with the previous yeah. one. I'm going, no, no, wrong, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, in, in, again, another... and the same with Universal, where you've got do 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 do, and you stop, and then they went and extended it for the anniversary, and it's na 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 na, and I'm thinking, stop, stop, please. They're singing like that poor woman in Red Wasp that couldn't sleep. It's skewed ankle! It's squeakle! Skewed ankle! <laughs> no! Don't change it! <laughs> and the squid ankle! And the squid ankle! And then a boom! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Remembered another couple of bubbling under. Red Dwarf! None of us mentioned oh, God, Red Dwarf! No. Good God! Oh, get the original series 1 and 2 opening. Fantastic. No, not that one. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh. Another couple of just remembered that, uh. All anthology shows, uh, Outer Limits, Twilight Zone, and Tales from the Unexpected. Yep. Oh, I, I, really I am shocked Twilight Zone has made my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Twilight also, Zone it would have actually been the 80s revival would have made my list. Because I love the just the weirdness of that one. Yeah. And the fact that despite me, I think I must have only ever seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew the shadowy figure, smoky figure near the end was Rod Selling, even though I don't think I'd ever seen an episode of the original at that yeah, point. Right. But I think just from osmosis and seeing Mickey takes and other things, instantly knew, oh, that's a bloke who invented it. See, the, the other one that was, and it's really obscure, but it's just, again, it's one of my favourite sequences for titles. And um, and the music's great as well. It's John, I think, it, no, it's, uh, I think it's Danny Elfman or John Williams. It's Amazing Stories. Oh yeah, I um, again, just I saw a few episodes. Of, that, does what it says in the tin. Yeah, because it was one of those ones that released a few episodes in video yeah, over here. Yeah, I think I've got the first season on, on DVD somewhere. Yeah, um, and I just remember I can remember the titles of sort of this the, the sky reading the book and then it kind of transposes to an Indian reading to the tribe and then it's kind of just basically yeah. like all different storytellers and then. As soon as I thought of that, I was thinking, oh shit, titles to the storyteller, all the way up. Oh, oh yeah. God. But there was, there, there was. The Muppet Show was a close one for oh, me as well. Fraggle Rock. There were so many bubbling under ones that you kind of yeah. think, oh, I remember them, that works so well, and. Ah. Oh. But. <laughs> we have to limit do, it. Do, 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 do. It is the theme, but it's a much yeah. it's a much slower composition. It's a different different yeah. pose, but yeah, it's uh, I was trying, I, I, I still was having the, the yeah. in my head, and I couldn't get that out of my head. We didn't even mention He Man Transformers a mask. 
or centurions, yeah. or battle the planets, and we didn't mention a single scooby Yeah, alien enemies from beyond space. How does that <laughs> Explain that one to me, Sandy Frank. Um, of course, I think Sandy Frank, I think the Mystery Science Theater, again, Mystery Science Theater was another one bubbling under. The, the theme tune explaining the but whole premise. Yeah, yeah, but again, see, that's not see, one we really grew I up with. I always don't think of Mystery Science Theater 3000 as a TV series. I always, yeah. I always think because of the length of them that they are yeah. actually films in themselves. Mm. But it, it's bollocks. Yeah. But you know, but again, I, I, it's it's the old punchline to joke, what happens if you drop a hot dog on a, on a beach, Sandy Frank. <laughs> Oh dear, um, but yeah, so yeah, so so to, to conclude, yes. I think there was there was a point yeah. to this. Um, yes, the TV credits are a dying art. You don't get the same. And they sort shouldn't of, be. You don't get the same attention to detail. You're kind of thrown into the deep end and expected to just kind of know what's yeah. going on. Because I I appreciate a good title sequence, mm. even in things that aren't TV movies. If if a video game has a really good title sequence, I I will take notice and I'll go, oh, well done. Yeah. Uh, things like uh, Silent Hill 3 had a brilliant song as the opening title with lots of clips from the, the game. And just that it was the kind of song you didn't expect to hear in a video game. Mm-hmm. It really, really caught your attention. I um, mean, there is. I'm trying to think, there, there is only probably one series, certainly in Britain now, that has a definitive title sequence nowadays. East Tenders. Uh, okay, yeah, that was okay, fine. I was thinking Doctor Who, but yes, oh, yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. And I suppose, but I mean, apart from soaps, oh yeah, the soaps always have like an establishing. Oh god, the bill closing tales. God, yes. Um, oh, iconic. And, um, and and of course, the the one I mentioned before we started that I never even watched the show, but because it was on before something else, I watched about. Half past eleven on Grand Bain. I always caught the end titles. And that was you used to give me those prisoners. Again, I saw well, that well, was on the outside. Yeah. Things were different. <laughs> on the inside, <laughs> yes. But yeah, I saw those titles so many times. So yeah, that's a good closing title for something. Yeah, no yeah. invest in the show, but you know <laughs> they actually used that in cool episode well. episode one of Wentworth. Uh, yeah. Uh, just yeah. just the, the, the ladies just sitting listen to the radio. Yeah. And that's on that, that <laughs> song is on the radio. God. It's yeah. uh, it's like uh, the original sixties Iron Man cartoon theme plays a couple of times during Iron Man one. The band are playing it at one point and it says ringtone at another point. And I can't I, s- I can't watch that series now because John Vernon's the voice of Tony Stark in it. <laughs> it's also um what the the SWAT movie. Um, has, has, oh, the SWAT movie has got them about to go on a mission and I, I can't remember if it's Colin Farrell one of the other characters as they're leaving the room they, sort of, they, they, they start singing the theme tune from the original yeah. television <laughs> series and one of them looks at him and goes before your time it's just, it just works so good I, I, um, something similar in Hawaii Five-0 as well oh no 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 oh no 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 Hawaii Five-0 there's a brilliant episode of Hawaii Five-0 where the um, I'm sure I've mentioned this to you at some point. Oh yes, uh, yes. Where um, they're in a helicopter. The 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 one of the captains has just bought a helicopter on the, on, the, on this journey, and uh, Massey Otto 
whatever, Maki, Maki Oto, Maki Oto, whatever. Yeah. The forensic guy yeah. suddenly starts piping up with They're both looking, the other character's looking at me going, Hey, come on, we're in a helicopter. You'll have to do the theme. And they're going, wait a minute, so who are you then? He must be TC, he's Ray, he's, he's Rick and all that. And it's him doing the theme to Magnum PI. It's just a classic bit of kind of back. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just weird. Um, especially since Magnum PI actually exists in the universe of Hawaii yeah. 5 Because in the first episode of Magnum PI, uh, Magnum actually makes uh, a reference to Steve McGarrett. It's weird, but there you go. In the beginning, uh, the beginning of the Charlie's Angels film. When they're sitting in the plane, it's TJ Hooker in the movie. Yes. They're watching. <laughs> TJ Hooker! Hooker. Oh, you mentioned TJ Hooker! TJ Hooker. Jeez. <laughs> especially the later season version where they pumped up the music a bit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, T- and, and, and William Shatner sliding along the, the factory floor yeah. with the foam on it. Oh, when that, the, that, the, that. the first season, he's, he's running along the top of a hedge, or that's what it looks like, about to jump on top of a bus. Dear me. Don't shoot somebody if you can use a shoulder roll. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was the way that was the way, that was the way he rolled. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Uh, <coughs> Hunter as well. I remember. Um, and and the other one that had me bubbling under, and it's it was the one exception to my list. Oddly enough, and it was the only comedy on my list was Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Yeah, it was just yeah. close-ups and the guns. But then it was kind of a parody of kind yeah. of action movie sequences and that, so that's kind of why it's the exception to the rule. But um, yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 it's, 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 it's dying art and yeah. As, them as say, apart from soaps, <laughs> apart from soaps, nowadays the only TV series that I can think of that does have a definitive title sequence is Doctor Who. Yeah, I mean, thinking enough. recently, actually, uh, Sleepy Hollow has a proper title sequence. Okay. It's it's an alright title sequence. It's just about it's actually oh, got the, one. Oh, the newsroom, which I've just started watching, has got like a title sequence, yeah. and obviously Game of Thrones as well. Yeah. Um, but then, but then again, that's not. And it, both of them are HBO yeah. and not network television. And, and Game of you, Thrones also about, uh, messes about with the views at the end. Sometimes, yes, yes. sometimes it's silent. Sometimes it's. And even the titles themselves are tweaked yeah. just to kind of. Uh, Sometimes there's a transmission error and a rock and roll song starts a minute earlier than it should have, so spoiling a moment. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, that's it from us for that this us episode. Co- that's us covered, yeah. I think. Um, so yes, the, the moral of the story and the point that we're making is that it was so much better yeah. in the old days. So you, give, <laughs> yes. so, you, so you give us a show that's got a brilliant title sequence, brilliant title theme, and has people in a spaceship exploring the universe, we will be your bestest friends forever. Because there's none of those around just now either. Which is why I'm having to rely on what 30 year old anime to get my spaceship show fix. Make more spaceship shows, America. Good ones. Yeah. There's only so many times we can rewatch Farscape. <laughs> Farscape! Nobody mentioned Farscape! It was bubbling under. Because oh. again, it had two versions and I couldn't decide which I liked better. Oh. Of... I don't, I don't, I don't, 
Didn't even mention Buffy. There's Dude. so much bubbling under that is now coming to me. We'll yeah. do another one next year. It'll be all yeah. completely different. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. Well, like I say, my, I mean, my, my, my list was fluid and left off some blanks. Um, I'd only kind of just composited the list yeah. just before doing this. Oh, right. well, I, I, just, I, I, I knew on the day that yeah. I, it would have probably changed or I'd be changing. So oh, I thought, yeah. right, I'm not going to do a definitive list until actually... Just before, yeah. I mean, I, I had nine out of my ten basically just right on my hair, basically just yeah. voted down. Yeah. And, and I even like, had a blank. Just I wasn't, I wasn't sitting adding to this list over a period of two weeks or yeah. something. It was yeah. all but one was written down like within yeah. two minutes, yeah. And it was just the last one. I thought, oh, I can't think of another one. Then I suddenly was, okay, we're about to record. I haven't chosen one <laughs> yet. Um, but luckily, a bit of bouncing around YouTube refreshed my memory a bit. So. And and the the most obscure bubbling under one that I was going to go for just for a laugh was definitely think of a number, but thought maybe not. Ah, which I <laughs> found a couple of episodes of on YouTube recently as well. Love it. So anyway, anyway, it for this episode. So uh, before before we get sued by uh, by the music clearances, uh, yeah. <laughs> music. <laughs> we are fine. <laughs> well, this is me, Gordon, saying goodbye. It's me, Andy, saying um, um, ah, goodbye. And this is me, Stephen, saying bring on the lawyers. <laughs> Come on in. You can prove you. nothing. We'll phone Robert McCall. He'll take care. It's of artistic him. license. I was out of tune. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, anyway, good night. Till next time. Catch you later.